you, to be fair, you just look about the same size as us. You, whereas you no- look normally good. everybody looks fucking way, way small. Look, you look like, look. He looks like an absolutely right. So you can't see if you're on Spotify. If you're on Spotify or YouTube right now, we've completely and utterly abused this man's size. How tall are you? Six six. Six, you, only 6'6". Six, six. You look taller than that. You, tall you were just a giant human. You're yeah. the type of person I look at and then look at myself and just go, oh, well, evolution missed me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're broad-shouldered so, as well, so you just like... Just you carry, know. On, carry on, brother, carry on. Yeah. This is episode 52. That means we've been doing this shit for a year and we've got a very special guest for you today, especially for all you guys who are interested in anything to do, well, just anything to do with the body and optimising it. Sir, introduce yourself. Right, my name's uh, Imran Khan. I run a company called Transform Now. I'm basically a sports physiologist, nutritionist, do a lot of research on performance-enhancing drugs. Uh, We work with assisted and non-assisted athletes and individuals from a nutritional and from a performance perspective. What you have to recall, you have drug-tested federations and non-drug-tested. So, of course, if you've got a federation where there's a 1,000 athletes all taking drugs, you'd be stupid not to take drugs to compete. Um, so there isn't a taboo, taboo on this. It's well known. It's a fact. It exists. So you have federations who are tested and non-tested. And so you help those that choose to take what they take to stay healthy, stay safe. And stay safe. For us, safety is paramount. We don't really give a. I mean, can we swear on here? Yeah, yeah. yeah. But we don't fuck balls. bullshit. Well, we don't give a fuck really <laughs> what the coaches say or anybody says. We have um, to sort of jump the gun here. We have a database of 27,000 blood results. Yeah. The biggest database in the world. We also have access to millions of results in the States through the research we're doing and access to all the NHS records for testosterone and steroids in the UK. So you the, have access to all, all of, of them. It. So oh, we, we can get oh, dirt on anybody yeah, you so want. We can, we, can, <laughs> we can type in, for example, testosterone, steroid cycle, and everybody who's been to a GP that we've took steroids, Yeah, we would have that data. Right. All of that data is currently being Just compiled. That all, all that data is currently being compiled yeah. for a, a PhD and postdoctoral research uh, where all the logarithms will come and all the data is going to be assessed with over a 1,000 CT scans, well over 5,000 ultrasounds, hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of ECGs, and then we'll know what the effect of taking one mil test is after five years. You see, the blood... So we're going to have basically some actual scientific field-tested data. Real data. Rather than underground, Dave said, take as much as this as you like for this week. Absolutely. Like, yeah. Because so what, just... what, you see, what the bloods do, um, if I could just grab these. Yeah. yeah. You see, what all the bloods do will tell you position now. They're not telling you the microphysiological changes happening in your body. So, for example, it tells you your HDL dropped from uh, 1.7 to... So, just before people get confused, you this you you take people's bloods, and this yeah. is the analysis of their bloods yeah. that you would have it's taken. Just, it's not only the bloods, we also uh, do... And this uh, is part of the data that you're pulling yeah. in. So, so it, just, just to give a, a very general, loose example... If you dumb it down to then build it up, yeah. so that people who are... Right, so let's non- say, for example, you have cholesterol, high, higher density lipoproteins. So now, it should be above 1.1. So let's say we do the blood test today, and it's um, 0.99. You look at it, you say, oh, it's not too bad. It's, it's not one point, it's not too bad. It's a few percent out, no big deal. Now let's say six months later, that's gone to 0.79. Yeah. 
and then it goes to 0.69, and then you take some supplements, you do, you you stop taking whatever you're doing, you get a bit healthier, and it goes up to 1.49. Because this is the LDLs you're looking at, yes. which is the good cholesterol, yeah. which is what you want. So oh. you look at that and you think to yourself, oh, my figures have gone up. Mm -hmm. What we don't know in that year, what microphysiological changes happen in your body. Okay. Did you get some scarring? Now, contrary to popular belief, the heart will get cholesterol buildup inside and outside. People somehow think it doesn't happen outside. The arteries, they should be like yeah, this, nice sort of very supple. Nice and flexy. And at certain parts, they're very hardened, and the calcium buildup's come, arthrosclerosis comes, uh, the blood is pushing through, you can get a blockage, yep. a bit of plaque breaks off, you have a heart attack, you yep. die, or you don't die. Now, Different what, plaque to the dentist, yeah. just pointing that out, guys. What we don't know is, obviously, you cannot do a CT scan every day. No. So you don't know that. But what we... The blood work is just really a fraction of your picture. You just but got that, by, by, that yeah. moment in time. It's yeah. that what moment happened. in time. But by pooling so many results, you can yeah. effectively get day-to-day -day data. Yeah. Now, recently, when, when, when somebody, uh, there's a pro bodybuilder who died and his coach had said, blood work doesn't mean anything. Technically, he was right because the blood work was saying that this guy was actually not too bad. But the CT scan was showing that his heart was falling apart. Um, he's, he had severe, uh, what we call a PLA joint, a severe uh, calcium buildup and inflammation of the heart, and that's what killed him. That wouldn't show up on a blood work. On, on blood work. So now that, that's where you need to be. That's where you need finding equipment. Out, yeah. The CT scans, the echo scans, uh, the pulse wave analysis, and everything else which goes with it to keep the to, to keep the person safe. But that that has a monetary cost to it. Yeah. So people would rather spend several thousand pounds on steroids than spend a grand a year on getting a, a CT scan. I think we're seeing much more of this now. We've got even YouTubers coming out having heart attacks in their freaking 30s and 40s. Yep. We've people got people dying. Dropping off, yeah. dropping off like a cliff edge. Yeah. And uh, so mm. to bring it back to where you are, so you specialise... Myself and my team, because I have, to, I have to say this, we have a professional cardiology who works with us, we have an endocrinologist, we have a urologist... We have a female hormone specialist. So these, and you're open to the public? We are open to the public, and we have always been open about this for many, many years. Yeah. So there's no taboo in this. People well, are no, taking I don't it think there is. I mean, there. you're open to the public, so if people want to get their yeah. bloods done, so you're transformnow.co.uk. Yeah. And you, this is, but what, so what you've told us before about all the, the data and everything collected is this is your field of research, which you're now elevating to help people on a long-term scale Yeah, I mean, my, my own background originally started in physio and rehab. So I did a, a first PhD many years ago. Not that I'm a nerd, but I probably am. It's good to be a nerd in that. Yeah. <laughs> and then from there, it developed into sports science, health management, sports nutrition, and each time another qualification to build up. Then you realise that the culmination of all of this is actually quite frightening that you're meeting people who are taking a vial which their mate said is good. Yeah, Dr. Dave at the gym. Yeah. Yep. So somebody gives you a vial, and think about it, think of the, of the mentality, and we've all done it. Here's this vial, this is good for you, take it yep. and jab it. Yep. In what other world would you ever do I that? I think one of the main problems that we've seen, especially when it comes to, to, to people taking stories, especially at a young age, is the fact that you don't have an acute reaction. No. That's the issue. So they yeah. take it. Nothing happens on the day or the week or the month or that year that they yeah, take it. So they think no. that's cool. That's yeah. fine. And we had a talk with this when Danny came on, Danny Andrews, uh, yeah. the fish and rice cake guy. 
he was the same. He was just getting stuff from his mates. His mate could say, take take some as much as uh, this much of this. Per he didn't week. even know what it he was. He didn't even know what it was. It was just brand names. It was like Super Bowl or some random. Yeah, it well, wasn't even it wasn't even a pharmaceutical name on the vials he was buying. He had, we have another friend who has who outside of this he bought. I still can't go over this. He bought a bottle of TRT. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Called it TRT. You've got to love that, don't no, you? No, but I can, tell, I can tell you something better. Where a guy has bought a 10 mil bottle, uh, bottle of of um, Decker and he's bought six of his mate for six weeks. So he somehow got confused. He's bought 60 mil Yeah. For so six then what he, what he did, he was putting 10 mil of Decker a day. In himself? Yeah, for six days. And then he gave me a call and he said, listen, I've been taking this stuff. What is it? He said, I don't know. It's got a yellow top on the bottle. Right. So I said to him, are you fucking drinking it? And he said, no, no, I've been injecting it. So I said, listen, bring the vials to me. Come and see me. And um, so his face is quite puffed up. And, he, you know, he like, might have been a fat fuck before. I don't yeah, know. Yeah. But so I said to him, and so he showed me the six vials. So how, right. He said, I've been doing 10 mil a day. Okay. I said, didn't you think for a minute... And he's got an abscess as well. Didn't you think for a minute this is something wrong? He said, no, my mate told me. Now, again... The, the most Jesus. insane story I've ever heard. Well, I, I can tell you this. Winstrol, which is a water-based, being mixed with testosterone and being injected into the peck because somebody told him to do that. And the best story I've heard ever, and I met this guy who's passed away now, so may he rest in peace, where somebody had told him to take 10 grams for 60 days of a combination of gear and then get, go off for two weeks and it'll cause a massive metabolic effect on you. It's because he used the word metabolic. Yeah. yeah. Made it sound like and, and he used the word eat lots because food is anabolic and you oh, will yeah, grow. Now, this guy had a fever for around about 45 days. He was extremely ill. But he kept taking it during the fever. Yeah, of course. Why wouldn't Push you? through, yeah. Because you? you're a man, you're fucking yeah, a yeah, bodybuilding. Yeah. yeah, you're a bodybuilder, mate. Yeah, yeah. Of course, you're going to take that shit. Push it. Your pussies get, pussies get ill. <laughs> and so he did that. Just cooking eggs on himself. Yeah. <laughs> and then, he, unfortunately, he became infertile. He had massive <sighs> kidney problems, had all these other problems. And he died In about... such a short time. Yeah. Because it's just it's toxic poisoning. Now, what you never know is watching your DNA code. If you've never had a blood test, mm. we unfortunately have to become the bearers of bad news. People will come to us, just a normal guy off the street, want a blood test, not feeling well, and it turns out it's a cancer. And we have to then tell them, listen, mate, I'm really sorry. Here's our oncologist. We're referring you on to this guy. You've got cancer. You've got your, you've got one, your kidneys aren't functioning. We're really concerned about your heart. Um, Thank God they dropped in to see you, though. Yeah, eh? but we have this all the time. And, and it can be, uh, just two weeks ago, very sad, a lovely guy who I should take my car for to get uh, punches fixed. And um, uh, he's got cancer. We got the result back. I had to call him in, call his family, and uh, uh, he, he's been given about six to eight weeks to live. Now, he was feeling tired for the last two months and was bruising up, couldn't get an appointment because of COVID. And we that see was all just tired and bruises. Yeah. Now, we've seen this a lot during COVID, and this point has to be made. The government doesn't give a fuck about your health. It really doesn't. No. no. And the NHS doesn't. You've got to, like you save money to go on holiday, or to choose a car you want, or a motorbike, or whatever you want. You've got to put money aside for your own health now. It's, and we've seen countless prostate cancer people who couldn't get appointments. Yeah, this was a big thing with people that were already in, in treatments, couldn't even go in and No, they, they, they couldn't do it. COVID. You know, so the, that aspect, so when you, when you, for example, if you've took something, 
this is why we always say to people and and uh, always have a blood test before you go on a cycle. Yeah. So we have a baseline to work from. We know that you're currently healthy. This is what mine. And this we, is why I did. We it. know what your figures are. If, for example, you had come and your your EGFR was thirty five, we know you've got a kidney problem already before you took anything. So that's a marker. Yeah. yeah. So these are all, so these are like fifty eight markers, which we've decided upon, and these will tell us your overall health. So if, for example, your your PSA was 5.7, you've already got a problem there. Mm. That needs to be examined. It may be an anomaly for What's you. What's that for? That's PSA. a prostate. Prostate. Yeah, it's a prostate. I don't have that, by the yeah. way. But, that's... but if, if, for <laughs> exam- if, for example, you did, and you're taking a cycle, yeah. you're only pushing that marker up. Yeah. These are your blood. Yeah, yeah. These, are my, these, these are my bloods. These are Mr. You can use, you can use my numbers if you yeah. want to. I don't yeah. like That's kind of why I brought them on you're pregnant. Well. You're yeah. pregnant. You I knew it. Yes. Is it going to be a boy or a girl? You are 50% Chinese. Yeah. And Pakistani. Yeah. You're Pakistanese. Yeah, there we go. Now, so this is why it's important to always have a blood test first. Yeah. So we know what your markers are. Secondly, how how messed up do you think my markers would be from using over-the-counter products over the many years that I've been in in the fitness game? How, how many people do you see that are in that kind of look, field? The thing is, when you look at someone, the first thing you look at, for example, is the skin and complexion. Okay. We so can all agree it's gorgeous. Now, I can't see that. You look lovely. And <laughs> I can't see any acne on your shoulders. Your skin looks pretty good. I can't see any flakiness. There's no real whiteness around here. Sort of that like dry mouth This is syndrome. what happens. These are all well, things. These are all things you can pick up yeah. there. I mean, I haven't seen your ankles, but it doesn't look like you've got any, any swelling. Oh, no, or, that 12-year-old Asian ankle joints, sir. Yeah, very delicate, aren't they? Yeah, look at those. Oh, yeah. Pretty little things. Yeah, a little dainty. <laughs> now, so we can't see any of that. So generally, we'd assume you'd be okay. Things like you've still got good hair. Your hair yeah. hasn't dropped out. Yeah. All of these are a multitude of factors. So one of the well, things... yellowing of the eyes, I heard, was one. Yellowing of the eyes would, would indicate liver damage, but it can also indicate other things. Now, what the yellow we're looking at is yellow, yellow. Not that... Like alcohol that sign in, behind you, yeah. kind of colour, like yeah. bad. Not that alcohol-infused yellow you get because you haven't slept for a couple of days and you're yeah. pissed. It's actually it's a visible yellow, yellow, ah. so we can tell certain things. All of these markers are for your overall health. There could be something, always the young people and healthy people do die. People do die. This myth that we're born to live, it's actually yeah. we're born to die. Yeah. So enjoy your time while you're here. Now, that those sort of markers will indicate as to what your overall health is. Now, when you're young, probably up to 30, 35, you can abuse your body pretty much as much as you want, which many of us from drugs, alcohol, partying, all sorts Even of smoking, things. they say, don't they? Up to a certain point, smoking, you can recover yeah. from it. Absolutely, yeah. You genetically dependent, yeah. obviously. Because Everything we say is genetically dependent. Yeah. Your body is still, <clears throat> you know, generally speaking, your body is always going to recover. Now, uh, and this applies the same with gear. There's lots of guys in their 20s took a lot of gear, a lot of steroids, They've still got kids, they're fine. They realise, you know what, this was stupid, and they stopped. Which, even now, sometimes we get flack from the bodybuilders, but you're knocking the game. No, we're not knocking the game. Even Dorian Yates. Yeah. No one can fuck with Dorian. Let's be honest. I used to train in his gym. I actually painted his gym wall. And he shouted <laughs> at me. in Birmingham. Yeah, and yeah. he shouted at me and scared the life out of me when I was 16. Now, the dungeon. Yeah, the dungeon. Yeah. You've just seen the showers there, mate. They're I've, I've been in there for like, but it was a few years ago. Yeah. It was uh, it seen better days. Yeah, they're like dead bodies in the, <laughs> in the line of that. <laughs> now, even Dorian will acknowledge that it's just gone too far now. Now, then you've got different sections of the sport. The physique contest came along. So you can prep someone up, and you can do it in four months for a physique show. It can be done. 
scary that they're yeah, in it. Test, <laughs> train, you think we're last one. Just, just the level that the drugs have been put to work for that time frame. It's the doses because, scary. you see, when you've got, again, and I don't really care about, about this aspect of it, we know the sport involves drugs. So we know that. Yeah. Right, there's no secret about that. And I don't like calling it a sport. Yeah, no, the, yeah, the pageant. Yeah, because yeah, it is. It's a beauty pageant. Yeah, yeah. I mean, let's just for the in the loosest sense. Let's call it a competition. Sport. Look, darts is called sport, and it's not really a sport. That's, really. <laughs> That's true, but there's a skill set to that. Though, yeah. where it's one versus one. It's you versus another. In that way, there's yeah. an actual scoreboard, and you're hitting something. There's yeah. no, and, and and darts isn't an opinion. Sport. It's not an opinion of whether yeah. you've hit a triple twenty. Well, mm. this is why strongman yeah. and powerlifting is so popular now. Yeah. You either lift the weight or you don't. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. There's, yeah. A, there's an end. And I mean, I wouldn't be able to judge the top four in the Olympia, because they all fucking look amazing. Don't yeah. they? I yeah. watched, what, I don't watch it all the time, I watch the highlights, but I, I remember actually one time watching the live physique one. I think it was because like Steve Cook was in it or something or other. Yeah. I got to about competitor 20, mm. and I was blind to yeah. muscle. They all the, look the same. The, yeah, they all look incredible. Yeah. And as well, there's such a like politics behind it as well. Like yeah, I've been it's... to some smaller shows, and then you'll see like, you know, the final lineup, and there'll be, like some, you know, you might see a little bit of uh, kind of diversity in who's a little bit better than the other person, and then the person who kind of was like looking a bit worse wins, and you're like, well, and usually, multiple people are like, worse what the than fuck's that. Going usually, on? there's a standout dude who blows everyone away. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah, that's it. Put in second, yeah, because the other bloke is linked in with the judges. Yeah, his coaches. Also, prior. now what you've got, for example, if you look at, I'll name this guy Super Ed, Super Ed from Luton, natural athlete. Look at one. He's probably got fifteen hundred followers. Humble guy, has broken strength world records. Broke him at the Fit Expo. Broke him at the Arnold's. Has broken. Hasn't lost a comp. No sponsors. Nothing at all. Why? No, he doesn't look great. Yeah, he's he's not the judge's favourite. He's ripped. He's shredded. He is. Yeah, quiet, humble guy. But he's a quiet guy. He doesn't go in. I'm gonna fuck this way to pick all the pin lifts, and yeah. he goes home. Now the industry doesn't want people like this. They really don't because he's natural as well. So you don't want him beating the guys? No, there. and he's beating mm. everybody, especially at the Arnold's. And he's available for a muscle biopsy, which very few bodybuilders are, or athletes are, for CT scans, DEXA scans. You name it, he's up for it. It's your dream. Okay. Yeah. Now, he's a genetic freak. Why isn't he on different shows and different programs advocating that? Personality is so huge now. Mm. You, you can be not the top of your sport. And be the most popular guy. Look yeah. at the UFC. Mm -hmm. yeah. Nobody gives a fuck who has the belt anymore. No. It's who's the most fun and exciting to watch. And yeah. McGregor, as someone who's lost, is still the big draw. Still the big draw, and he's lost five in a row. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. What's, what's that, the YouTuber who... who uh, the Jake Paul guy? or uh, yeah, Jake Logan Paul. proving the point, yeah. yeah. They're, I mean, prov they're proving pure that... Pure amateur boxer. Yeah. Drawing but, but in as much money as, as pro boxing fights. And I think what you've got now in bodybuilding for the first time, definitely in my lifetime, and I'm old... <laughs> is that bodybuilders can earn money through coaching. Yeah. Mm. And, and they, the detrimental side of that is... They suck at coaching. Well, what I will, what I will tell you... Let's be honest, they do. Most of them, because what my side, before you say what you know, is my opinion would be a lot of the bodybuilders are bro, have been for many years. They don't even understand macros. Now, if they understand a macro diet already, I'm going to think, okay, well, they're ahead of the game. Maybe they're going to be okay. But the bro splits that they have are gear-dependent as to why they work. Absolutely. So Absolutely. you take that out of out of the out of the the makeup of what they're giving to a client, it's not going to work. They're going to plateau out fast. And especially if they've got no idea of macros or actual diet, then how are you going to be a coach? Like how well, are you going we've to be a coach? done a survey of ten thousand people. It's a study being published in, see if this in, right. in um in August. 
with the new Box University and Kings. To have 10,000 people, 71% of those were buying steroids from their coach. Of course they were. This is what I've said okay. all the time. Now, now, see, this is interesting now, isn't it? <clears throat> so they're buying steroids from their coach. So does it mean it's economically viable for the coach to encourage steroids? Of course, if he's selling yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. Although I don't know if there'd be much of a markup on on. Well, there is. Is there? There's a huge markup. Is there? Yeah, ah. Huge. Because like, okay. the problem, another problem with steroids is it's often the same price as the over-the-counter products. Yeah, but steroids are, are I mean, the, the margins are ridiculous. Really? Okay. And um, Eventually. Yeah. <laughs> there we go. Just come here and make a lab. No one, run, oh, around here in the jungle. Crew laps. Yeah. 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 We can make a lab here, no problem. Yeah, I'm, no I'm far that. too small, no one would buy gear <laughs> off me. No. So 71% of people had said that their coach sells them gear or gives them somebody's number to collect the gear. Okay, so it's, it's linked. Now, so you're charging for a training plan, a nutrition plan, and you're selling the gear. You've got three sources of income. You didn't have this 10 years ago. Yeah. Okay, you've got a global market. As long as you're looking massive and you've got to look, people will come to you. Now, I can tell you hand on heart there, um, we, I can name you several, which I'm not going to name you for confidential reasons, but I can name you several social media, known personalities, coaches, who have serious health problems themselves. Okay, through the abuse of gear. What, UK-based? UK-based and really? globally, yeah. yeah. And some Amer of them... I, I'd think American, because it's just so... so. <clears throat> it's even worse over there, because in, at, least in, at least in the UK, they're, like in America some places... It's illegal to take steroids. They have to lie about it completely. In the UK, they some of them can be open that they take it, but then it's do you know the legality is different, isn't it? In, I just in the UK, to everybody on the border of America, there's I think more the, flooding into that country. Well, the thing yeah. is, in Britain, um, after in Europe, is the number one country for gear. Really? Okay. Cardiff has the highest. Makes well, sense, though. We've got a big bodybuilding community. Just, here, just to give you stats here, <laughs> again, boring stats. Um, Everybody in Wales is on gear. Yeah. <laughs> From the age of nine. Yeah. Yeah. And that's just the girl. Yeah. <laughs> right. Now, 70% um, of all steroid users in the UK, 70.3% are white. The second batch of people are Pakistanis. See, I would have gone the other way around. Because mm -hmm. I know, I, I, I worked on daughters for many years. I was surrounded by a lot of Asian guys and stuff like that. And uh, some looked phenomenal, some looked awful. They all took the same amount of gear. Yeah. Like now, doing but remember, out, but, of, out of the 6% uh, of the population being um, South Asian, of that 6%, it's the highest number of steroid users. Hang on. Do we know the percentage of, what did you say, Pakistani so, specifically? Yeah. What percentage are they of our actual population? Well, this one could 4.2, roughly, give or take. So if you work it out in that way. Yeah, it works out prolific. to be 14%. 14? Yes. Of if you break up the demographics, of all so Pakistanis. Pakistanis. no, 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 all, no, <laughs> no, what? You know, but, <laughs> no, that can't be right. <laughs> but if you work out this, that let's say they, for, for the sake of argument, there's one million Pakistanis in Britain, which there's more, but there's yeah, one million. Let's just make it take simple. out all the moms and the aunties mm -hmm. and your sisters and your grand and your sixteen cousins and then their cousins. Take all them out of gym users, mm -hmm. of actual the cousin bro gym user. Yeah, 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 that's the technical term, scientific term, cousin bro <laughs> gym user. Out of that gym user, let's say there's a hundred thousand. From that hundred thousand, 
probably more than 70% of taking gear. Shit. Now, whether people like it or not, because now the cousin brother going to be saying, oh, come on, Doc, what no, did you say that for? Come on. It, right? it, but it, it's but, almost... But the thing is, it's true. Now, there are some social theories related to this from, you know, yeah. the, the little kid who gets sand kicked in the face. Now, not every cousin bro is six foot six like me, right? That's just a weird genetic freaky yeah. type of thing. But you have got kids who are getting bullied, so they take a bit of gear, and they've got the whole psychological disposition which comes with, with one of the main theories of taking gear. Yeah. Now, so It's almost got, a social thing, I think, as well, though. It, in the last, look, of 25 years of doing this, I have never seen the doses which I see today. I've never <coughs> seen They've definitely got stupider. Yeah. They've definitely got dumber. Also, the gear's not as good. Yeah, I don't know about the gear. The gear was farmer gear in the old days. It was real, was it? Yeah, it was right? real, legit. So, for example, VAR was 2.5 mg. Now VAR's 50 mg. The two what is? Uh, is that not a pill? Yes, yeah, a pill, yeah. Now, that used to be 2.5 mg, and today it's 50 mg, and that 50 mg is shit. So, so what else is in that pill? What else are in these pills then? Well, I've got, I've got some analysis from there from um, uh, just fillers, uh, sugars. Anything toxic? Yeah, I mean, all sorts of stuff. I mean, I've, we've got some analysis which I, sh I should have brought with me. Um, some strap viruses was in there, some fungus, fungus in some of these tubes. We've got vials. Uh, we tested the so where they're being stored has got actual bacterial. Mate, look, you've got a guy having a spliff, mixing some coke. Roasting some uh, bottles in the in the esters in the thing, rats walking around. I mean, look, it's when do you ever trust a drug dealer? Let's be yeah, totally this, honest. This is what I try and tell people is, and uh, it's, you know, it's funny. I had a, a guy come up to me in the gym uh, the other day. Um, competitions, people talk about competitions, and um, can we remove this dead cow from you, just in case you get too squeaky? Not this. Oh, this dead cow. Yes, this dead cow that that, that we love to it drape is, on it ourselves. It is vegan friendly. Yeah, mine aren't. It's mine are pure. All dead cow. Is it actually? No, no. Because oh, yeah. no, you can get them now. This, this, is, um, this leather, is can't you? This, this is, is a Paxeni Buffalo, <laughs> handmade by, by a friend of mine. So if you ever want these made, um, I do. It's a I fraction of the cost with the Kevlar inside. That's got Kevlar whole... in it. No, I take it out. Yeah, but, but you've you got, got the pockets for it. Yeah, yeah, all at the back, uh, completely padded for the bike. I'm gonna, it's lovely, right? I'm going to kill that, myself on a bike. So. We need to ride then because you ride. We need to go on a. You on need a... to teach me because I'm, I'm a shit oh, rider. Oh, yeah, no, we go, we, we're going to get. We've got. Have you got comms on your helmet? But normally right. we shout at each other. No, no, no. You need to get the pack talk. Hello. Picardo pack talk. <laughs> Okay. Uh, yeah. No, I'm on a motorbike. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Dom Jolly. Yeah. yeah. Um, we, are, we are not. Uh, it's I'm, the best thing you'll do. You get cardo pack talk, microphone in your helmet, and you just talk to each other like when you're. Yeah, I do. I mean, I'm a beautiful you know, piece of I'm kit. Big enough to say, I do need some help because I, I do. Oh, the cuts. Oh, hold on, they punch cuts on. I heard the cuts are downstairs. That's all right. The punch cuts on. Oh, we don't need it. Yeah. Well done, Luke. Yeah. Well, tell my mom two white guys forced me. Yeah, we bullied you into it. Yeah. Because combined, we're taller than you. Yeah. Yeah. You're not allowed to be included in that, yeah. that measurement yeah. section. <coughs> the mind I'm only half white. <laughs> I'm only half You're white as well. White, yeah. So one and a half white guys he, bullied he him into it. actually part... Pakistani? Yeah, but what is it? Kashmir. Kashmir. Yeah, yeah. Well, when, I, I, when, I heard, when I saw the name, then I, I, I did speak to him. Mm. What are you, Lex? Like, you want you, that part Cypriot or something? Cypriot, like? yeah. Yeah. The English rose and Cypriot. I'm split right down the middle. But then I think part of my family is a bit French in it as well. Because my middle name is, uh, is French. Um, where were we, were we talking so, about? Yeah, so in the gym the other day, and yeah. someone was talking about the, and this was where my issue comes with diet, telling me about diet, and big guy, who's on, he's, he's in week three of a 12-week diet, guess the calories he's already on. He's oh. about six foot three, and he's a unit, a decent unit, not like 2,000 calories. First competition, nope, 
1800 in week three. I was like, you, I literally said to him, cool, you're going to die and your coach knows nothing. I said, I don't mean to step on anyone's toes, but you are going to feel and look like shit. And I said, I take it you're not tested. Yeah. And he was like, yeah, no, not a tested show. And my first question was, is your coach selling you the drugs? Because that's the way it runs. And this time actually wasn't, um, which was a surprise to me. But it turns out, um, I won't go further into it because local people might listen. But um, the, that, that's the knowledge. Um, the, the coach will come out of doing different styles of coaching to do this as a first thing and uh, just completely missed missed where he needs Look, to be. Look, it has it. to be said, there are some good coaches who are responsible. Some fantastic coaches. And some of them, I oh. know personally, big names will tell the clients off. And what the client does, he leaves and finds a guy yeah. who won't tell him off. Yes. But yeah. at least the coach <clears> is not morally responsible for that. And I mean, I, for example, within the Strongmen, I know two coaches. If I name them, everybody would say, well, you're biased to them. But I can tell you, there's coaches who are great coaches who are not, who are restricting the client's gear use. Ultimately, you can't force somebody. Yeah. It's their choice. Where the problem is, you see, if you're, a, if you're competing, you know what you're doing. You're a full, fully grown adult. You can do what the fuck you want. Yeah. The problem I have is that 17, 18, 9 year old kid, semi-vulnerable, he wants to be big. He sees the big guys. He wants to be a part of a clique, a subculture. He wants to be, he wants to be big, fit. Well, culture, well, that's the word I was yeah. looking for. And, yeah. and it's, a, it's a subculture within a subculture. So he'll go to the guy and the guy will give him a cycle. And then the road to ruin has started. He doesn't know about nutrition. He doesn't know about training. And let's be honest, they're going to see results. Mm. Yeah. And that's the bad part. Well, of there it. was that study done and it was basically on sedentary people. They weren't even allowed to do high intensity cardio and yeah. they dosed them. It was, I can't remember what it was, it was like 50 milligrams, uh, 100, 150, yeah. 300, 500. And it was like their lean muscle mass over. It was quite a long duration. I think it was like a 16 week study or something yeah. like that. Um, and these people were completely sedentary. They were no resistance training, no high intensity. I think they could do like it, some some long distance running. That was literally it. And it tracked their muscle mass. And in that like sixteen week period, the people on like I'm sure it was like the three hundred milligrams and five hundred milligrams of test gained more lean muscle mass than what most people do with training in a year. Well, look, Collins, who's an American lawyer, Collins is an American lawyer who does a lot of steroid cases, yeah. the, the defense. And he was asked in a public inquiry when the whole baseball thing was going on and every guy was positive, positive, positive. Why are people taking it? And he said, are you guys stupid? Because they work. They work. It's as simple as that. They testosterone works. It works. Yeah. I think the problem is, is people don't know that it works even at low levels because again it's not this acute reaction yeah. you need to and if you want muscle no matter what you're taking to develop real long-term muscle and develop those fibers it takes time regardless of the drugs so you can you can swell up and look bigger and look great but the moment you come off whatever's doing that you're going to shrink back down you're going to lose that water you're going to lose that positive if, if you're retention. a genetic beast of a man or woman an absolute genetic phenomena in a year how much muscle do you think you can put on naturally you're right yeah. Go on. How much would you say? Uh, in a year? Like, yeah. Four pounds of lean muscle. Yeah. Now, it's been estimated that a genetic beast, and I'm talking about total genetic, it could be anywhere between six and eight kg a year. That's of a, max. Now, this is an insane... Oh, hang on. Are we talking overall body weight or lean body mass? No, an actual mass. Now, this would be a genetic freak. So, so overall mass would that be in their overall weight or their actual, actual muscle mass? So taking away all, just yeah, getting down to just, just muscle. muscle and oh, now, yeah. a genetic... Magnificent athlete is point zero point point zero 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 one percent, which none of us are. Mm -hmm. Okay, so we're probably looking at four to five pounds if we're lucky. Yeah, I think yeah. Now steroid cycle, 
15 pounds, 10 pounds, whatever. And then you've got the whole glycogen process of energy, energy synthesis better, the osmotic process is better. So they do work. But with youngsters, what the young guys don't understand, if they eat and don't... Now, the endocrine system matures at about 25. This is very important. Yeah, this that, is the key this important is what point. don't understand. Now, as a man, as a male, believe it or not, you don't really mature until you're 24, 25. That's when you're a proper man. Okay, as in endocrinology, your body's formed. You're not going to grow anymore. You've done your growing. I don't think I was a proper man by that point. I don't think I was. I'm pretty sure it was like... I still man. can't grow a fucking beard. <laughs> <laughs> I think it took me till... till That's about... the white part in you. I know, exactly. Look at him. He's got no hair. He's like, got Chinese body that's hair. My, that is my hair. Look at him. Like, what the fuck? My no, dad... I'm not, I'm not going to touch the nipples, but I can see My dad had a beard when he was like about 12, I think. And like, well, I don't know what went on with me. I'm fucking hairless. You all just the right places. So we came back from summer holidays at 12 and we had beards and hairy legs. Typical Pakistani. Maybe, that was just the girl. Maybe you missed maybe. the sun. Maybe, maybe <laughs> yeah. you didn't get the reaction from the sun. Yeah, maybe you, that's it. Just, so that gene didn't get turned it's on. Photosynthesis, yeah. mate. That's what <laughs> that was, mate. That's it. That's your six weeks of summer only. Yeah. He went out to Pakistan. He was out there for yeah. like like two, two, what, 15 weeks yeah. in the yeah. sun. Just ha, ha, Had some buffalo milk. You, you could have been six foot six. I know. Fuck. <laughs> Fucking British summers. Now, <laughs> so your body will mature at about 24, 25. So when you take, when you have an interventional testosterone or any cycle, You've now got your endocrine system and you put a bleep into it. Yeah, you've stunted its, you've stunted its growth, yeah. Now you'll go off cycle, you'll get a drop, and you'll come back to, to you hoped what your levels were. You're quite resilient to that. Age. But you'll never really know what your natural level was because you have put a blip into it. One cycle may not make a difference, three may not, definitely more than that will. Again, the data correlates to this. So when people disagree with this, I find it very hard to get into discussions or arguments is because... I've got too much data with disputes what bro science is or what yeah. somebody's saying. And, and I, don't, I don't, you know, I'm not into getting discussions or debates about this subject. Um, now, so you'll never really know what you're at. So what, what we've got now, King's College um, in London, they have got several hundred young men who are infertile from taking steroids under 28. Now, now, do they have a hope of being reactivated? Well, you see, this is another another Pandora's box. Once the Leydig cells are changed, their shape in the testicles, that shape is never coming back. So, so what do you mean by that? It's, you have cells that. within the testicles yeah. that are producing testosterone. Once their shape has changed... It literally deforms them. Yes, that, that's not coming back. Now, you good. have millions of these cells. You only have just one or two. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If you pass a sort of a certain line which that line is different for everybody else. Because remember, we don't know if they, have, they would have had low testosterone, low infertility anyway. Right, yeah, we yeah. don't know. Now, if you go back to your school days when you were hairless, at 15, for example... <laughs> look, to, uh, 20, <laughs> 29, still hairless. <laughs> right. Now, you look at school, go back, you had those big fucking kids, yeah. and you had the little skinny kids, and you had some kids who were like monsters. Mm. Yeah. Now, who would have technically had more testosterone? You thought the monster was. The monster yeah. kids, yeah. yeah. And the other ones, little quiet little kids, mm. little kids, maybe didn't. So a very general, I don't want people saying, oh, but well, that's bullshit. I was a big kid, but I was fucking weak. But generally the bigger kid, like the kids who play rugby. Yeah. You know, the, Hit the, puberty earlier. Yeah. yeah more they aggressive, more muscle, yeah, We had a kid yeah. at school, like 13, he was playing with an 18-year-old in the sixth form. Mm. Yeah, yeah. That was a, you know, and he actually ended up killing someone and went to prison. Fuck. So that was destined for him. Yeah. Now, when we have um, that sort of situation... So if you're younger, you're bigger, you'll generally have more testosterone. 
that that in a very loose way continues your whole life. So when you get the, the bigger, stronger guy, the generation has to be bigger, stronger when they're older. Now the big, strong guy, if he's, for example, doing 140 bench, no big deal. The younger, the smaller guy may have to take gear to reach that 140 bench. Yeah. The bigger guy takes gear, he's gone to a 200 bench, where the smaller guy will never get to a 200 bench. Yeah. This is that mind gap. Where the smaller guy's going to get to try and get to that 200. He's going to try to get yeah, it. This is now, you've got some fantastic, saying that you've got some amazing lifters who are small guys, as in height-wise, yeah. weight-wise. The 90 kg bracket is yeah. phenomenally Obviously, you're talking in just a variable. You're giving people a variable. Yeah, to I'm at. talking about the elite athletes. We're not well, talking about those. It's more the mentality. The normal guy. You're touching on that me the yeah. correct mentality, it, and it is. Yeah. Is these, these, The problem is, in this era, I think, is the mentality of they think more is better. Yeah. And it's just not the case. There's a saturation point for the body, for starters. Absolutely. And once you reach that anything above that saturation point is basically side effects now to explain the saturation point i think your glass here is very good if this is how much your body can can use if so you, you start a... if you start filling this up yeah. it's going to spill over that spill over are side effects yeah so that's when we're talking about bad skin acne uh infertility impotence now, even now what about temperament is that a side well, effect or is that just you see, look, be if there you're regardless? a cunt this is what i say if you're if you're yeah. a cunt and you take gear you become a bigger cunt yep Simple as that. I've yeah. met I've met people who have stayed absolutely the same yeah. when they've gone through full, gone to like Great Britain level bodybuilding. They've been absolutely fine all the way through. Then I met other guys who've taken it within a couple of months and their attitudes just yeah. through the fucking toilet. Yeah. But they were always, yeah, a little bit of an asshole prior. But now they think they're an asshole that's king of testosterone. I know somebody yeah. who burned the mother's house down. He was on trend for five years. He's, he's actually institutionalized now. He went from a nice timid, quiet kid with behaviour issues yeah. to being a psychopath with behaviour issues. Have you seen some of these trend stories online and like yeah. trend made me gay and things like that where people become like hypersexualized? Really, because I mean, of, well, the hypersexualization is really interesting because there are plenty of studies, going to research again, etc., of some real deviant behaviour yeah. of steroid users. Now, this is the dark thing nobody wants to talk about. Well, nor do I. The, the weird shit, like... Even in the corner over there, you can agree with this. <laughs> when you're growing up and you become that, you're in your teenage years and all you're doing is playing sport, jacking off and not sleeping. Yeah. Some of the thoughts you have. As a good Muslim, I'm not going to say Some uh, of the thoughts that, that you, term, jacking off. Some yeah. of the thoughts you have though, isn't it? When you're younger. Yeah. Whilst going, you know, having a good time with yourself, afterwards are shameful. And you think, well, how did that even the, pop? Because the moment it's done, it? the moment it's done, the moment you've got that dip, uh, that, you know, you've had that that explosion, and the testosterone's kind of at its peak. And does that that same idea will not enter your head, other than in that moment? I, I unfortunately recently somebody sent me a video on WhatsApp <laughs> of um, an extremely well-known bodybuilder and some fitness girls, bodybuilding girls, in a hotel, up to all sorts of nasty, seedy stuff. Now this had gone fairly viral. And um, you still have this video. I'll show you afterwards. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, you know, the thing is, this was high, this one of the girls I know, one of the guys I know. Now, this is that case of hypersexualization. And uh, to be honest, but abuse. is it an elevation of that same teenage yes, kind is. of just it, look, it's, it's too much testosterone, is it? Nobody can deny it. Is it just bringing that back effectively? It's but it's, in an adult, it's giving male you that brain. basal sort of thing because you're not getting, you know, the normal stuff, whatever is normal. Isn't a buzz anymore? Yeah, you've got to go more now. So a bit like an adrenaline junkie, the, the yeah. same thing. Now, yeah. what you hear, you hear this all the time. Countless studies have been done on this. Countless interviews. Uh, one of the things which we're doing in our research, we've interviewed over a thousand people, and we'll be interviewing more than another five thousand. 
over the next four years. People are you know, extremely honest of some of the things they've done and the, the behavior they regret on high doses. And this topic does come up. Some people are very open. Look, we were very abusive to our partners. We were indulging in all sorts of behavior. And you remember, you, you, in society, you will pay for everything, unfortunately. So uh, one of the girls who, who came to see me, she was on one of these videos. She said, look, I can't get a relationship with people. God, no. Mm. Right. Especially now, the video still floating around. How, how could you? I mean, yeah. it's going to be very difficult. So you end up being very promiscuous. You're taking, um, you're, you're taking certain drugs. It's affecting your personality, your behavior, the vanity, the narcissism part of it. Is that going to be worse in females? Because obviously, naturally, they would have minuscule levels of testosterone. Everybody will now say you're being misogynist. And, and of course, it fucking is. Well, physiologically, I mean, yeah, they're completely different. I mean, look, you know, I mean yeah, yeah it, it, of, of course it is. You had, you had that level of testosterone into a system that shouldn't ever be anywhere near that. No. I mean, you would have to what? Times five the male system to make it the same effect or something. Is it anything near I'd that? Say a lot more than that. More? Holy more shit! You're looking at four times uh, on a minimum level. You're looking at four times on a um, on a middle level. You're looking at fifteen times more. Wow! Yeah, try and hold. You try and hold a man down fifteen yeah. times up. Mm-hmm. Just, has anybody be, seen pets? Wouldn't be safe. Has, yeah. has anybody seen? Um, a clitoris of a female bodybuilder. Who's I've seen pictures yeah, of it. I've never seen one in real life. Well, it gets like an inch in a bit. Yeah, I've, I've seen it in real life. Really? And, um, now is that reversible? Nah, not nah, done. Mate, nah. done. 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 See, for what? That's what I mean. They're the irreversibly changing their bodies. I mean, look, I, I've again. It's I, sad. And I'll try to get one of these girls. She'd more than happily come on your podcast and talk about it because she's really? been through this process. That would be amazing. That horrible process she's been through, where she has to shave. Still, yeah. Well, now she's had it all done. I was going to say laser. Yeah, she's got permanent physiological damage to herself. Voice has permanently changed. She has to wear a wig, and her life has been a ruined. Wig? It made her bold. Yeah, and she was competitive, but her life got ruined because when you're sometimes doing something, as we've all done, because you're up to, you're in, in that in that subculture. The bubble. You don't see shit. Yeah, it's. All of your mates are in that bubble. You're in that bubble. Yes. Everyone else is a wanker as far as you're concerned because you're with the guys, you're with the the lads here. This is such a true thing. And it happened to me on obviously not a bad scale like that. It was just a thing. Do you have a giant clip now? I, yeah, I've got so, yeah. Lex has a giant clip. clip. Yeah. <laughs> no, it was it was no giant clip, but it was a giant wake up call. I'd been working so much and traveling so much within the fitness industry that for a period of, I don't know, six months, I was basically just in the fitness industry or with fitness people. Yeah. When that stopped and I had a little bit of a break, went to an opens, just a normal spa for a spa weekend that someone had bought me or was it something or other. And when I went into the spa area with the swimming pools where everyone hangs out, I couldn't believe the body shapes of people I was seeing around me. And then, that, then it clocked on to me, no, these are normal human beings. Yes. I'd just been around this small percentage of society for so long. Yeah. It had warped in such a short time. I literally was almost taken back by it. Yeah. And then, and then it was just, I was like, oh, shit, you were in a real bubble. I yeah. didn't even realize it. Now, imagine that on top of drugs that are affecting your mentality, the drugs that are requiring you to do what you do as what you want to be your profession, which sadly, most of it doesn't become that way. You can see how it's basically, you're a drug addict, mm-hmm. but an addict to the lifestyle. Yeah. Because and it is that this, almost cult mentality in a certain way. It's not, it's not intentional, but uh, it, it just, does, and it does distort your vision. You another, and it's so niche. Give you another example. One of my clients called me from Dubai, had no money, went on a business class flight for Instagram, mm-hmm. hired some cars there, had no money now to get back. You are kidding me. No. You are kidding me. No, I had no money. So is this sent- an active influencer right now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Show me afterwards. Right. And then 
So, so what I did, I will show you, you'll see when he's in Dubai and all this sort of but, stuff. That's so irresponsible. Now, the whole, now, what happened, he was promised some photo shoots in Dubai. This yeah. didn't materialize, so I had no money. The trip he was cost. He paid for the photo shoots, was he? He's probably paid for them, but it, he was meant to be paid, or yeah. he paid for them. No, no, he uh, he was meant to be paid, paid, but he didn't get paid, and ultimately he was thirty thousand pounds down of thirty grand he never had, which he owes to people. Wow. This is that lifestyle. Stupid. That is I mean, stupid. let's be honest. The Instagram, you know, I'm a bit older, so when you know, I I did my first university essays were handwritten. Mm. That's how old I am. <laughs> you know, which people look like, eh? So we wrote them in, in pencil, and then we wrote them, and then we gave them for a typist for a fiver who should type them up with Tipex, yeah. ah. which we all sniffed as well. Everyone has pipe sniffing. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone has done that. And um, but that's that seems like a lifetime away now. So for us, it's not really that important, but we have to use it as a part of business. Yeah. But with some of these guys, because they look good. Now the problem is this: in the seventies or in the eighties, in my, in my era. For example, if you look at Jeff Capes, anybody remember Jeff Capes, the old guy, the world's strongest man? He should deadlift 300 kg. Yep. Everybody fucking deadlifts 300 kg for the heavyweights now. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's easy. It's, it's no what big did, deal. What did Thor do? 501. Yeah. yeah. Now, he, he, that was his PB. He won on a 300 dead. 17-year-old kids are doing 300 deads now. Yeah. I had, okay. I had a mate, what natural, is, he was pulling close to 350. Right. What's that drug that can make you literally stronger that strong men take? We were trying to think of this the other week and we didn't know what it was. There are so many drugs. It's a there's pill. one that's like an acute it one. It literally makes you, they take it's, it for competition it's, lifting. There's a nap 50s will make you stronger. Checker drops will make you stronger. Checker, what's that check one? drops. Yeah, that's, that's, yeah. Yeah. They're, they're all sorts of I've things. I mean, because they, naps still don't they put, which is the one that makes you balloon water, up? They, they put water on, but they make you extremely strong. That's the one that makes you balloon up, the nap yeah. one. So it's not and that one, like it's that other one. Checker Doesn't it like ramp up your, isn't it like, I don't it's know. Insane. It's insane. I never something like, existed until I met a strong man. And he no, told no, they, me. Look, I mean, the guys are taking cog before lifts. Wow, that makes sense. Again, I will tell you this now. There are coaches, and I've seen this, the coaches are telling some of the fitness girls to take a bit of coke when they're dieting. To stop them being hungry? Yeah. Wow. So you can see now the whole, how the health and fitness industry is going crazy. That's... Now, now, no coach would ever say directly take it, but if they say, do you think I should take a bit of coke? Do you think it'll help me? Well, yeah, it will. You see, see so... That's a sad state of affairs, Now, the, the fear is, the fear is amongst the health authorities... And, and everybody says, oh, what the fuck do these doctors know? I've been taking gear 20 years, nothing's happened. Well, so lots of people took it and something has happened. Yeah. You may be like that the granny who's been smoking 100 Park Drive a day and eating lard and she lives up to 98. You may be one of the lucky ones. I know girls that were told straight away, take Anivar because it's safe. Yeah. yeah. And like the lowest dose of Anivar can permanently thicken their vocal cords for life. Yeah. The amount of girls I've said, what the fuck? No, do not do that. And then showed them, like, go read this, go read that. It will fuck you, but they're told like it's take it like it's creating. I wish I could play a voice recording, but you know we can get you back on to do of, some more in depth stuff because we're, one of, we're one already of, forty five minutes in. Well, and we've got to hit questions yet. Yeah. And so, one, of, one of the one of the girls, fitness girls, her coach had told her, I, and she called me up, and I started actually laughing on the phone call, and I said, "What did I tell you?" You know, her voice had changed. She started rasping, yeah. like this. Yeah, mm. and um, where did you go? Yeah, it's yeah. the gremlin laughs that get me at the shows. You hear them all lining up. I used to sit and just watch them all queuing up and they'd just be like gah, gah, this. and you'd hear this and it would just ricochet around the room as they that's all quite, started it was the same voice that's quite a good impression though. yeah it's bad isn't it oh I used to but sit yeah, there just sure you were Ricky the bodybuilding <laughs> <laughs> I, I used to be called Lexi yeah. 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 that's yeah. all natural of yeah. course yeah. 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 
it's it's honestly it's it's sad and they do get blind to it and it's and it's this thing of if, if anything if you look at yourself in the mirror too much you're trying i try and sway people away from this don't stare at yourself every day don't judge yourself every day because you'll literally become blind to to changes it's, it's, it's another addiction isn't it it's a, yeah it's a a narcissist addiction where you're you're always sort of checking your arms. You're always doing in a critical, not yeah. positive way. And That's a thing. You can never be happy. It's, yep. a, it's a dysmorphia. You will never be big enough, strong enough, or lean I enough. I think people. Ever. It really needs to be made aware that it is. It well, is. I think it's important that people like you are, see. If we say it, they say, oh, "What the fuck do these guys know?" They're a bunch no. of nerds. I mean, but I, if you say it, people will listen. I've had it. I've had it where I, I can remember at the time we were doing expos, and I used to diet like I was dieting for a bodybuilding show to do the expos. We used to come in diced. We weren't. We we looked great in photos. We were jacked up on uh, pre workout the entire fucking time, nitrogen positive Jack, Jack for like ten days straight. Mm. We, we all died afterwards for like three days. We we're always sick afterwards. But um, I remember feeling not in shape, and I look at the pictures now, and I was fucking like I was like. I would happily look like that right now. Yeah. Like, and, but at the time, I didn't feel like because it wasn't better than the year before or yeah. something like that. I was comparing, you're comparing your elite level physique to trying to get another elite level physique but be better than that one. But you already peaked here. Yeah. But you, you forget that. You forget that this isn't this never-ending ladder that you, you can't, you can't. So climb. it just, it, it tapers does off, does point. Yeah. See, look, when you get older and wiser, apparently, I look at people like Shane Flowers now who we sponsor 420 deadlift at 26. Okay. My entire life, I never did more than 350. And I'm looking at this kid who's half my age. Yeah. Which is just fucking ridiculous. Now, if you have the mindset, right, I'm going to try to do that. It doesn't matter how much gear you take. You're not going to do a 420 dead. Yeah. This, because how, Shane is a freak. So do you say this now to everyone who's listening? How important, no matter what George is taking, the basic thing is structured lifting and programming. How fundamental is that? It's look, it's it's your life. It could be your life. Yep, and that's what it has to be for these boys. Yeah, it could be Even your kidneys. With the drugs. Now you've got to remember that these guys are eating precision food. They're training. They're resting. They are essentially professional athletes yep. now. Yeah, and this is what they do. And but most people will say it's the drugs. And they're freaks. Yes, the drugs yes. are because I know with Shane and lots of other guys, <clears throat> it's the icing on the cake for them. Is that because they are freaks? Try working out. You see all this new bullshit as well. You've thirty-five minute workout, and you're going to catabolize, and you're going to metabolize, and you've got to have your pre-workout, your intra-workout, your post-workout, your fucking cream of rice. What is cream of rice? Ground rice powder. <laughs> yeah, it is. Yeah, what yeah. are you talking about? Yeah, yeah. Did Arnie ever have? I mean, what, is, what are they yeah. talking about? With digestive enzymes to to digest something which is powdered mm. even quicker. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, it's so, pure bro. Yeah, so you've it. got this digestive system which is. You know, coming out from here right to your rectum, which is all of these miles long, which is designed to break down food, and you're putting in processed food with digestive enzymes to fuck up your own digestive system. It doesn't make any so sense. Have we switched here now? Have we switched to what have we switched to? Because this is bad. So before I was saying we were saying how how the important the structure of the programming is. Yeah. Are you now saying that I'm saying most that, people's no, diet no. alongside isn't what, what I'm what I'm saying to you? These elite athletes know what they're doing. They're not doing the creamy rice bullshit. They're not doing that bullshit. Okay. They're eating. It's the average. It's unfortunately the average guy in the gym who looks at him, who's following all of. Just look at any kid's Instagram. You'll see what his psyche is. Yeah, yeah. Okay. If he's looking at all the top of skills, you've got his psyche. If he's looking at all the guys lifting the bodybuilder physique guys, you'll know. They are not doing, as we said about um, uh, Phil Phil Heath. Jogging in the mountains in Nevada for like his fucking. Of course, he's not fucking jogging. That was hilarious. Yeah. I remember when that first opened up because isn't that one of the opening scenes of the movie? Yeah, it is. And yeah. I remember it started, and I went, 
Ah, oh, they fucked it. Yeah. yeah. This isn't yet. No, they yeah. fucked it. Yeah. They're lying it's bullshit. Yeah. Of course they're lying. So if you're right. now a kid and you you decide to go in the hills in Shrewsbury to go running at 300 pounds because Phil... He, now, I've seen a kid once. They will. That's what they'll do. But yeah. this is the problem. So I've seen a kid once doing some weird type of cable crossover. I said, what are you doing? He said, I've seen... Um, uh, what's that guy, the massive white geezer, Mr. Olympia? Chris Bumstead? No, 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 old-timer. Oh. Blonde. Guy. Blonde. Oh, Jay Cutler. Yeah. He said, I saw Jay Cutler do it. And I said, Jay, you're not fucking Jay Cutler. You're not Mr. Olympia. No, and, uh, You've got 12-inch arms. You've got 68 <laughs> kg. But he's got his vest. He's got his iPhone on his arm. He's got his pre-intra-during thing. Yeah. This is, they're the kid who will take the gear and get ill. Yeah. Jay Cutler won't because he's got professionals looking after him. One of the smartest bodybuilders of all time. But professionals with him, yeah. doctors, CT scans. Mm -hmm. Again, I, I know of bodybuilders having CT scans twice a year. Joe's also really clever. Uh, you know, Kevin Leroni. Yeah, well, he's a different kind of fish, but because uh, he came in and out, but Dexter Jackson. Dexter Jackson. You see the yeah. weight he lost straight off coming off? Yeah, yeah. Just got straight back into being healthy. Yeah. Same with Jay Cutler. Because they realised they can't walk around at 260-odd pounds without their heart giving up. So they immediately both lost 30, yeah, 40 pounds. Look at Kevin Leroni would be 40, 50 pounds less in the off-season. Now, was how much of a freak was Leroni? Yeah, he was like... Because no one did what he did, really. Well, I've he actually got his blood works, sure. and uh, he is a freak. Yeah. Now, you see, this is the thing. When, when I was younger, in my era, you had the Barbarian. I mean, we're talking about late, the Barbarian brothers. You had Lee Haney. Yeah. You had Dorian. But we didn't really have much gear. We didn't really talk about gear. People ate, and they trained. Now, then the new era came along, where it's all about gear. This is the problem. So this is that fundamental mm. switch. So probably around about 2006. What do you think caused that? I think Instagram, social media. Every, so idiot, every idiot has a voice. Yeah. You think, you think? Everybody has a voice now, don't they? And just mm -hmm. more people seeing these physiques. Yeah. Also the, the Love Island scale. syndrome. Remember one of the guys? Well, that... I think, yeah, the clubbing scene. You know, yeah. remember it came out and it's about getting shredded for that one festival. Yeah. And I, the amount of lads I know that would smash Winstroll, yeah. only Winstroll, just to go to uh, Ibiza or yeah. go to a festival... And you sit there going like that. You, like you realize that you are crushing. You said that's an andro testosterone. You're cr it's five times the binding affinity of your normal testosterone. Yeah. The andros, is that correct? Yeah. So you're shutting yourself down like a fucking lead balloon from probably week three, and you're on this stuff for eight weeks to go to a two-week holiday. Then they would come back, and I'm not kidding you. I knew multiples of these guys that got bitch tits within two years well, of yeah, doing this. Absolutely. Well, because they're estrogen positive so yeah. because of the they've only been on androgen, no balance, come off it, no PCTs, bitch tits. Well, it's a drop down and, and uh, they only ever looked average. The, the other thing is accessibility. You couldn't get a hold of gear before. Yeah. They You'd just, have to know the right person to get gear. You can go onto any website now, stories.biz, numerous websites, but it's yeah. good or, or, or fake, it doesn't really matter. Now, it's become such a big business. The NCA, National Crime Squad, I think that's what they're called, they got involved in a case three years ago, 118 million, which I reckon was a three billion drug circle, okay. where the guy chartered a plane and flew out to India so they don't arrest him. <laughs> uh, okay. So that's where he's at. Now, now, this is how big this game is now. There's billions of pounds involved in it. I didn't know that. You know, now That's it's it. estimated that 1.5 million people in the, U in the UK use steroids. Isn't it the most frequently used yeah. drug? More than uh, like more weed? Than yeah, like, co yeah. Coke's actually used more. Oh, is it Coke yeah. now? Um, but within within performance, it's it's the most... Uh, 1.5 million people in the UK use steroids. Now, again, if you take out the old grannies and the granddads and you take out the kids, 
you take out the housewives, you take out, you know, the disabled and other factors. It's, you know, it might result in one in fifteen or one in twenty people, yeah. which is a hell of a lot. Mm, yeah. And we, if you go to Wales, Cardiff, all you see is hench fuckers. Yeah, everywhere. really. Yeah, I went to Wales in the week. I saw those old people. No, depends but, on whereabouts. <laughs> in Wales. You, you, you got, see them. Yeah, uh, so I know. went into into the the, the in the try in the fitness community. Like they have proper gyms there, though, don't thing. they? That's the thing as well. They have that old school gym culture. There. Yeah, they, they well, it's, have... it's a rugby, isn't it? So we oh, of course, now yeah. we've had, for example, parents who've given their kids Debo. You are kidding. No, hundred percent. And they, you... this this is not rare. This is so they come in right. What the fuck are what you doing? What age, kids? 14, 15, 16. How stupid are those parents? Right, because they want the kid to be better at rugby. Now just, just, just on a side note, how did you meet the parents? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They come with the they, dead. Were they dumb? Look, they have to Don't be dumb naive. to do that. But what Don't they, what they wanted, they wanted to live their dreams through their children. Really, yeah, yeah. He nice. played rugby, but wasn't really good enough. But now he wants, because maybe he was a bit weaker. Now he wants his kid to be fucking so tanked. Think up. it was lack of education on their behalf. They knew what they were giving him, or did they know? I no, think it's know. their own insecurities they, that they, 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 they living it's vicariously okay. through but that's their just kids. Look, I, I heard a, a sprinter once, and when I when I used to compete at, at the crappy level I did, I was a very unsuccessful sort of com- competitor. But at that phase I had, if you'd said to me, look, hold this charcoal burning for five for the lift, I'd probably have done it. Yeah, yeah, it's bizarre. It's, it's that mindset, isn't it? Yeah. Now, when you have someone who is actually talented, is good, not like me, but, you know, talented, is good, is winning, is going to the school team, the local district team, and that D-ball might give him the extra 5 kg of muscle, which may help a little bit. It yeah. can't be denied. No, so yeah. even UK doping have got over 100 listed cases, listed cases. Not only that, your aggression level's going to yeah. go up. You're going to not be afraid exactly. of that tackle. Now, what, take that hit. what they're yeah. not looking at now, the father is looking, or the kid, at the consequences five years down the line. Mm. Yeah. This is what I'm saying, no acute reaction, other than maybe a bit of bloating. Yeah. Now, you also that, see this in MMA. In the non-drug test federations, the guys are killers. They go to the UFC, they're, they're amateur. Got to love those federations. Yeah. Like, come but on. Look, bring, they're the most popular. TRT, Vito, bring yeah. it back. Yeah. Bring you know, that boy th- back. Thousand tests, train. How unfair do you think it is that they took TRT out of the UFC? I think it's extremely unfair. Because they're literally suffering pituitary gland damage from being punched consistently it's, over years and years. It's completely... Uh, you see, what, what happens when you meet some of these fighters, and we work with a lot of them, you'd be surprised how poor the nutrition is. Oh, terrible. Yeah. Do you remember... Do you ever watch the, the behind-the-scenes ones? The... Um, you know the build-up and they have it on YouTube. Oh, and there's one with yeah. Daniel Cormier, right? And he's fighting, and his dietitian. I'm putting big fucking these thingies air quotes. Air quotes. I watched him taking thin slices of strawberry out of his salad. Now, strawberry per hundred grams of strawberries, you're talking like five to seven grams of carb yeah. for someone who's fighting at light heavyweight. Yes. <laughs> I was like, what? And he's paying that moron. Yeah. thousands and thousands of dollars and that and and th- that was where i was like oh oh there is no nutrition look i've got some blood results uh, on me of a premiership footballer who's low in vitamin d3 he's low in folic acid he's low in selenium he's low in zinc he's low in potassium i take all of those yeah, yeah me too <laughs> now, now this is a premiership player now he came no, to no, us no. because he was cramping so we've done these metabolite tests we found out why it got fixed with him, did an IV for him, made an IV for him, he's fixed. But this is the nutrition for a premiership player. Yeah, he's probably earning a fucking fortune. Yeah, they don't know. And now, what yeah, you no. find at tennis players, for example, because they, whether they're more intelligent or they don't have a team backup, they actually do all the tests and they keep themselves extremely healthy. 
And tennis is, has become a very fast and aggressive game now. It's not like the sort of uh, McEnroe type of era. Yeah. It's immensely fast, immensely powerful. Um, Jiu-Jitsu, you find that they tend to look after themselves much better. But unfortunately, with athletes, especially with, it's the money part. Do you think as well there's like money. a bias towards certain sports? If you're going to pause, I need to piss. Yeah, um, you got to pee. Um, we'll pause him and come back. So, right, so back on now. So if, right, go okay, on, what, yes. remember what it was. So said. in terms of like, it's not necessarily the level of intelligence. I suppose it's the the class oh, yeah. system which is going to have a bias towards nope. certain sports. You know, it, there's going to be certain sports right. that are more middle class orientated, and then generalizing people that are kind of middle class, upper class will have better levels of education. Probably I think more it, a lot of research. this will come down to simple finances. If you're a middle class or from a certain background. You can afford to go to a sports scientist, pay a thousand pounds for a consultation, mm-hmm. and they'll advise you what you can do. If you're from a working class background, single parent, you don't have the funds, it's big Dave down the gym who'll advise you. Yeah, so if you look at certain sports like CrossFit, uh, CrossFit sessions cost a CrossFit session can cost more than a monthly gym session. Yeah. So it attracts certain people, squash, motor racing, certain things are expensive sports, whereas you can go to a gym for twenty pounds a month. Yeah. And but I've, that also plays into your societal um, effect of what they're going to like like you said if you're going to a crossfit place the chances are the people there are going to be now we're going to be a bit insulting here but likely to be slightly higher educated level or wealthier level because yeah, they're expensive more dispo- to go to, but also more disposable societal income. thing you go to this crossfit thing it's like a notoriety mm-hmm. you know and, and and they are a bit cultish yeah. those kind of places oh, God, yeah. so you do end up with a very certain mentality at those kind of places and they have to come from a certain Wealth level a lot of time. Look, CrossFit is great, except for all the fucking hugging they do afterwards. It's just fight training rebranded. Yeah, it's just all the hugging after every rep, which winds you up. CrossFit is is fantastic. My my issue with CrossFit is not that I love the intensity, I even love the the cultism of it, the camaraderie of it, because it does get people fired up, and that's great. What I dislike is it's based on literal get as many numbers as you can yeah. and nobody gives a fuck how you get those numbers yeah. and you see people in 10-15 years I'm telling you now you're going to see the most crippled sportsman from the yeah. CrossFit the amount industry. of people I know that are fucked up from CrossFit just because it's, yeah, it's it reps is, in it time is, it is intense isn't it yeah, yeah. it's just yeah. joints it's yeah. joints are getting it's smashed that Jiu Jitsu is so intense you know, to be a champion, you've, you're an injured guy. I mean, it's, it's yeah. unbelievably intense. And the intensity of what they push, yeah. when you watch the games and they're pushing through some of those reps and you're watching their body get yeah. taught. Yeah. And they, the whole oh biomechanics is out. God. Yeah. It's cringe. It makes me cringe. I think at least with uh, things like powerlifting, because yeah, to to get strong, it takes a, a long period of time. So when they're training, they're not only just thinking what's going to be the bo- most advantageous for getting the lift, but it's like what's going to keep me healthy so I can carry on training and carry on getting stronger in the long term. Yeah. So it's not all the time, but they'll be a little bit more cognitive about what what they're doing to their body, how much they're beating themselves up, and they're trying to. I think like, a lot of it would be out. you know sort of like a tacit knowledge or self awareness. Yeah. If somebody is looking, I mean, we have lots of guys like when you came. No, I don't want to take any any steroids. I want to see where I am. I don't want to do anything. Where can I? How far can I go naturally? And some people will have that view altogether. Yeah. Others are hook or crook. I want to go on a cycle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's and, it. They're just determined. Yeah. That's what they're going to do. So they've made up their mind before they've come now, to you. If they do that, do you just accept that you're going to just we're going to make no, sure you I would, do it I would, I would like for example when you came, I didn't know you from Adam. I gave you the pros and the cons, and I said, best thing is don't. Mm-hmm. And this is what I say to people. If you're insistent on taking them, look, I can't stop you, but we'll try to keep you as safe as possible. Yeah. Try to keep your dosage low. So somebody will say, look, I'm going to take 750 tests, 500 trend. I'm going to add in some mass. I'll say, well, look, all right, take one mil test, half a mil trend. If that's what you are going to do, then go Dial less. it back. And Would yeah. you immediately say, don't do trend? 
We'll say that all the time, but people have already made up their mind. How, just tell how bad is Trent? Look, Trent is neurodegenerative. It fucks up your liver. It's like your kidneys. It causes all sorts of problems. It's gonna your libido is gonna be like a mammoth for the first few weeks, and then it's all over. And then you're impotent. You're, you're going down, and you're going down heavy. So, as everybody knows, and me being a good Catholic, <laughs> is that if you've been ramping five times a night with a girl for several weeks, and then you drop. It's hard on you mentally. I bet, dude. Right. I bet. And in fact, nothing is hard. But <laughs> it's going is this to be. Yeah. I'm a good Catholic, mate, so I don't know about these things. Now, for the girl, there's going to be a problem. So you've got this ego now because you're a fucking animal. You're, you're, you're jacked up. You're rhyming away. Now nothing's happening. So what you do now, you'll start popping some Viagra or Cialis. Say, yeah. Then you're going to come for a blood test, right? Then you're going to up the trend. And almost likely, let's up the trend, let's up the test. Let's do this. So you've signed off in two two drugs, and now you're up to six, seven drugs. Mm-hmm. Okay, and with the cycle of all of these things, so if you if you look at if you just look at it, I'm saying, so you're going to go on to PCT, HCG, tamoxifen, clomid. You may do proviron, and you may also do HMG. That's another five drugs you're putting on the system. Proviron. It's just another sort of steroid, if you like, essentially. It's not. It's not a PCT thing. No, no, That's but it, but it, it can be quite useful in some cases. Now, it, it causes an increase in free testosterone. Uh-huh. Now, so you might have done a cycle with five other drugs. So now in a four-month period, you've took 10 different drugs. If you, look, if you look at it logically, does that make any sense whatsoever? It doesn't, does it? No. But it's just a norm within that subculture. And again, I'm not anti-drugs. I'm not anti-steroids. No, you know, I, I'm not. I think, I think when I've but, seen boys do it properly, and like you said, safely. Yeah, it's, but, it's, but, it's what, what I think, what, what people achieve. have to differentiate, the pro, the top amateur is there because of his genetics and hard work, yeah. not because of the steroids. This is the key point. These boys would have been it's the icing on the cake. Eddie Hall without. would have been a beast. Well, he was. He, he was, was a, a fucking beast. freak. Yeah. Did you see pictures of him when he's 16? Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, so he, he, was, at, he was a real high-level swimmer. Yeah. yeah so if you, if you look at all of these top athletes, they will be top regardless. Mm. Okay? And the steroids, the anabolic steroids, probably the anti-drugs, are just the tip of the iceberg. Mm. Your average guy, your average gym rat, you know, people like me, you were never going to win world titles, ever. So why take doses when we still can't win fuck all? Yeah, yeah. It's simple. Why risk it? Yeah. Now, at every age, between 20 and 30, 30 to 40, 40 to 50, you have a different outlook on life. When you're 20s, you might not be interested in having a partner and stability and a family. At 30, you might want children, but you fucked yourself off to taking 10 years of gear. And if anybody tells you this is not the case... It's rubbish. Again, I've got the data. Well, here's one you can answer for us because we had oh. Danny on the other week and he's been going to the NHS because he's he's got low, low sperm count. Yeah, yeah two and, million. And low testosterone. <laughs> yeah. So he's like, two million sperm count. Now, they, because he was low testosterone, the NHS were willing to put him on a, their version of TRT, which looks horrendous. Yeah. They, they hit you with like a thousand milligrams in one shot. You go yeah. back like so every four months or every three months. A few yeah. months later, they hit you with six hundred milligrams, and it's this horrible, just mass spike to leave you for fucking ages. Yeah. Then bring you it's back a to mass very, spike. very long ester. Yeah, but it's cheap. It's effective. This is why the but testosterone... it looks like you'd be emotionally crushed. You're fucked on it. But you see what what you've got now is to do with cost efficiency. The NHS is about keeping costs low now. Testosterone in anthate on prescription for three shots is about two hundred and four pounds a week ago. Used to be fifty quid. Sustan was about five x, about eight nine pounds now. So with the rules of TRT, you have to have a blood test every three months, and then you get a prescription every three months. 
So the NHS is, is probably spending four to five thousand pounds on each meal. If they do this for everybody, a probably, year. Yeah, you've probably got... That seems excessive. Yeah. No, it's excessive because the system has done it that way. Yeah, that's because they're getting ripped off on yeah. their base end. Well, they're getting ripped why. off on their base end. Also, you've got ridiculous rules that there's only two supplies left of it in Anthate. So it used to so be they like... they've got monopolies. So they've got monopolies so because... This plays into your hands of they don't care. They're yeah. not bothered about that. They're, they're money-making, aren't yeah. they? Yeah. Well, the people spying the NHS are money So now making. then what happens, yeah. you can get what we call idiopathic polycythemia, where your hematocrit count rises with testosterone. There are easy, simple ways to withdraw some blood. Donate some blood, do it. But the NHS says, if you get idiopathic polycythemia, we are taking you off TRT. So you're back to square one again. So they just dump you. Yeah, but the simple thing to do is just withdraw some blood. And would they? But they put you on a PCT afterwards, or just drop? No, no, they just say that's that's it. There you are. So you're back you're to where you were. Crashing depression, no doubt. Yeah, as well. you know, mind fog, lack of libido, and the you see libido is important for your whole well-being as well. Yeah, huge. You know, it's I'm, fucking fundamental to me. Our hormones massively affect. Like we had um, Lee came on and talked about how he. Um, suffered from depression most of his life and never realised he could feel happy until yeah. he sorted out his hormone balance. But look, we get the first thing we ask us on the form, have you ever suffered depression or anxiety? Mm. First thing we ask. And if you have, right, well, let's get these hormones put into there as well. Yeah. yeah. Now, the British Institute of Psychiatry or whatever with these bodies, I've had this discussion with the professors there, they don't accept it. They don't accept it because it's not in the NHS protocol. Yeah, but you go privately, they will accept it. But then yeah. you've got to have that six hundred quid consultation to go privately. Yeah. So, but like it, you said, it's worth that saving look, for that, and not don't buy that pair of Nike Air Jordans for two. You know what? Quid. You're gonna go get more. pissed on a night yeah. out for two hundred quid. Go get yourself sorted. That's what out. I said. You know, avoid buying those trainers that month. Avoid buying that PS Five, or you know, yeah. that you want. You know, the, your health is way more important. Your health. Look, but in terms you, of, of Danny, before yeah. we forget him, because uh -huh. um, I did say we would get you to answer this. They don't run HCG alongside them. No, they don't. Either. And now, they also don't run HMG. Can you explain why that is so important and what see, HCG it, is to people? It's basically, what it does, it keeps the testicles shape and it pushes up some hormones. You've got HMG and HCG, LH and FSH, and your sex hormone binding globulin. It's, it's basically about... Which people know as SHBG. Yeah, yep. it's, it's about getting your whole hormone functioning and getting your testicles functioning again and the size. Now, the NHS view is quite simple. There's two ways to look at it. For steroid users, well, you took it off your own choice. What do you want us to do about it? Yeah. For people who've got low testosterone, it's like, well, well, uh, there was a doctor who I spoke to um, from the British Endocrine Society, and I quote him now, uh, Dr. Peters. I'm going to quote him, in fact, Dr. Peters, a wanker. And he said to me that, um, I said, what do you do when guys come with low testosterone? He said, I console them and send them home. And I said, what do you do? Give them a hug or what do you do? This Give is them... a doctor. Yeah, this is a doctor, an endocrinologist. And I said, so what do you do? He <clears> said, I either refer them on to you or I console them and send them home. That is a horrible way of practicing medicine. And I said, why? He said, because I'm not allowed to give them enanthate. Yeah. And I don't want to give them the beta. Also, it's a lot of hassle for us. They don't want the paperwork. They don't yeah. want to deal the, with it. This is exactly what he said. Now, 45% of our TRT clients are referred to us by NHS doctors. Right. And let's also say between 25 and 40 is the main suicide timeline. It's a suicide timeline. Yeah. And it's a culmination of, if you look, if you're depressed, you've got no money, you've got shit housing, no future, and you've got low testosterone. Mm. Crushing. It's going to crush them. Now, Which could happen if they've come off cycles it as could, well. It could obviously. come off cycle. It could many be because reasons as, that as, Look, one of the things we find... Um, as we're all children, I mean, you guys, I don't know if you had choppers or grifters, but we, we did. 
and you ride on a bike, you crash your balls into the oh, into the handles. If you just don't you feel that you, straight away you, when now, in some oh. people the testicles got damaged. Yeah, but at, at eight or nine, how would you know? Yeah. No. Now you've got twenty and you're sort of ready to ramp and you're at uni and you've seen something and now it's not working. So we've got plenty of cases like this where we send them for an ultrasound or an MRI and you see this permanent testicular damage. Is it like a scar tissue buildup or <clears throat> scar tissue buildup, the testicles are just not functioning. I mean I've actually uh, and I've got to word this correctly there's a, a, a young man who came to us and uh, when his testicles were examined they were the size of peas mm -hmm. okay and this is not to mock the guy at all but they just never developed yeah he didn't tell anybody the parents didn't really check you don't have they yeah. check that they check that when they're young now well, when, they when they're babies but the thing is in, in this in this day and age if a dad wants to check his son's testicles he's going to be child abuse oh, yeah this is a problem right so there's lots of other factors into this but that kid if it had been picked up earlier so he had no facial hair and his voice hadn't broken. Yeah. So At what age? He was about 21. <coughs> now, what had to happen, he had to be referred to a specialist. It cost several thousand pounds and he was put onto TRT for life uh, with HCG for life. And now he has some facial hair, his voice is broken. But he, the quality of his life is still diminished. Yeah. That could have been picked up when he was younger. Certain medications will affect uh, testosterone. Um, ex I know a lot of people dispute this. Excessive weed will do it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And, and why is what's the mechanism for that? Uh, it's to do with the estrogen. Okay. Okay. Yes. And yeah. it's also to do with the neurotransmitters. Now, as you know, a proper good weed head. We talk about excessive use. Yeah, excessive use. Yeah. yeah, excessive use. Everything in moderation is good. And the laws of physics and chemistry is what goes up must come down. This yep. is a, this yep. is this yep. is just a simple law of biology, chemistry, physics. You know, life. Now, you're at a peak. You go off the cycle. You're not at that peak anymore. It has to go down, but it's going to go down harsh because you're used to being like this. You know, you've gone from a Ferrari to a Mini. Mm. Right? It's hard. It's mentally hard. So instead of waiting for your own system to kick back in with a with a PCT, and again, a, some PCTs are overrated. Not everybody needs PCT, and I'm yeah. saying this quite clearly. And there was an argument for that years ago. A lot of the older bodybuilders. Like Lee Priest always never claimed yeah. he never yeah. used PCTs that, because always, you, you don't need it. But there was never that drug usage. Uses, there was never yeah. that drug usage yeah. either. There weren't these ridiculous combinations of usage either. Now you've got theories, for example, and you know if somebody they're, they're going to slag me down on this, on based upon gear doses based upon your body weight. To me, that's ridiculous. It doesn't yeah. even meet any science, you know, scientific background to it. You, anybody can pick up a study which suits them. Yeah. Yeah. I think so, people have that bias anyway. Well, they try and find I'll, something I'll, that matches you, what they there's want. There's one study done in Sweden which showed that testosterone has no effect on muscle growth. Done on 12 people. Now, when you break that study down, it's actually in a care home in a hospice of men above 88 who, cannot, who are paralyzed, who cannot move. Now, the guy who did that study, he did that on purpose to show the fallacy of studies. Yes. So they, give, uh, okay. they were given one mil of testosterone every two weeks. Okay. I mean, the poor fellows, they were like this. Yeah. And they had no muscle growth. But the study does show testosterone has no effect on muscle growth. Yeah. Yeah. So, so it's, you, it's all about the, the yeah. environment so, in which... So you can find out. a study that a study in rats showed that a rat weighing 400 grams was given X amount of thing, and based upon his body weight, he grew more than the rat who's weighing 300 grams. Right, number one, humans aren't rats. When the rat dies, nobody really gets care, cares or gets upset. If that rat becomes impotent, nobody really cares. If the, the rat has neural... Issues, nobody cares. If he's depressed, nobody cares. But if he's your husband or your dad or your brother, you do fucking care. So you've got to put that human factor into this. Yeah. 
the, the human factor has to be brought in because we are living with families and partners and children and etc. And the effect, and I'll give you one, sorry, I'm going to rant on it, one example here. We've had a guy whose missus called us up, I swear to God, and on said there was, there was no food in the house because he'd spent the money on GH. And myself and a friend of mine, we went to Asda, we bought nappies and things like this. Now, this is a... Because growth hormone is expensive a, as fuck, right? Yeah. And it's usually fake, isn't it? Yeah, it's all fucking fake. <laughs> a subculture within a subculture where this guy has got so neurotic and selfish, fuck the kids, fuck his missus, I need to look a certain way. Crazy. So he's just gone. Yeah, just gone. Yeah. Gone. Madness. Should we do some questions? Because we could go on. Oh, hang on. With the Danny thing. So. Yeah. Um, for Danny. This is right. right. I told him to not go on the NHS TRT and to come to someone like you instead. Ask Danny to give me a call, and what we'll do, we'll do a protocol. You can discuss a protocol here afterwards, and we'll we'll see. First of all, let's see his blood, see where he is. He, we might have to get him going anyway, naturally. Well, that, that's why I said, because they won't put him on HCG, because they no. want him to freeze his sperm now, because they know full well they're going to shut him down yeah. if they put him on TRT. Well, he was at 4 million a year ago, and now he's yeah. down to 2 million, so it's only getting But he was having multiple jacuzzis a day. Yeah, he was... So boiling, he was boiling his buds twice a day. He's stopping that now. I reckon no, that will probably help a lot. That doesn't really but, help. No. But he's um. They they never say anything about having put him on HCG. HCG. Or anything like H, that. H, if you if he goes privately, they'll give him HCG, HMG, Clomid, and vitamin E. They'll give him this and um, for a four month period. And, for four months. Yeah, because HMG will stop working. You sort of reach a so saturation would point. Would you advise that. that he freezes his sperm first and pays for all that, or? goes on to the HCG protocol. I would say Could he do more salvage, salvage what you can now Okay. in case it doesn't get any better in the future. But would it make him... And is there any possibility of it making him worse? That's the question. Because if there's not... Without seeing the blood work or without the data, I'd say there is a small possibility, probably not. Right. There but go, it would be well worth freezing. Lots of pro athletes freeze, freeze yeah. their sperm. So it's still worth doing. Look, it's well worth doing because if that's all you've got, that's all you've got. Yes. Yeah, well, he wasn't even at a high enough level to freeze. Was it? I mean, we, yeah. had, we had one pro guy. I actually went with him because he didn't want to go by himself. And uh, the consultant um, said, look, really good news. You've got four sperm, but all four are dead. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And that was it. Jesus. But two years later, he fired. He doesn't compete anymore. Two years later, he fired back, and he's got a child now as well. There we go. Oh, yeah. always, so, uh, it's look, impressive what the body can do when it's given. There, the right there's choice. always hope, and, and yeah. again, genetics. Yes. You've got just, guys on massive cycles, and they have yeah. kids. The issue was Danny did. He, he used at 17, 18 years old. Yeah. When that yeah. Didn't. See, this is this is End, where the prime he, endocrine development. This is when the, when the the historical figure comes, and this is what King's College are looking at: youngsters who use gear mm. and the effect of it now at 25, 28. Mm. So the culture was said that you'd always recover. Well, no, in fact, you don't. Sometimes I've seen, uh, well, someone was talking about it before that there's been studies uh, like autopsies on bodybuilders, and there's like severe fibrosis in the testicles and it, just because of them being shut down for long periods of time. And then, like, well, that's why you get the atrophy, that's why they shrink. Yeah, so then potentially with like HCG alongside that, that would stop the shrinkage, stop I mean, without, the scar tissue, the fibrosis. Extremely gay here. Um, <laughs> but if you imagine you've got a sack and it's shrunk, you could sort of blow into it and get it up. But if the actual tissue has now got scarring and it has got smaller and it's become rigid, mm -hmm. it won't, it won't there's no fluid it, there anymore, yeah. it's gone. What, so what size should a normal testicle be on average? Compared to a get yours like, out and like, just like show us. Like, 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 yeah, a, like, like a, obviously you said the guy's shirt is like the size of a pea, so should they be like a grape-ish size? Uh, just so that people can know if that they is, are, you're using something. I would say 
um, just to give a slight idea, yeah. sort of like plumpy peanut shape with the case on. Yeah, like the old school Mr. Peanut peanut. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, something <laughs> that like that size. with a bit of buoyancy to it. Flexibility. So go, if you are using and, and look, one of the things if we are talking about you know self gratification and testicles, all guys at a, at above thirty five, you should feel your testicles not erotically for any cysts or oh, lumps yeah. you should, or, yeah. or any scarring. Literally grab them. What that means? That's, yeah. that's my testicles. <laughs> I don't know why anyone does. <laughs> we that. Do it. Why yeah. are they so far it's, away? Yeah. <laughs> right. Whoa. Yeah, you need to stop doing that with the police forces. You need to stop doing that. But basically, feel the circumference, feel the veins. Uh, fill the scroll for any cysts, any marks. Uh, now we Anything put abnormal we ones. put that standard actually on every report we give. But this is male health itself is a fucking huge topic. Yeah, and it's one that's not covered enough. Yeah, and, and you know the 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 demise of the male. This ought to be testosterone as well. I mean, I could talk about Project T, which is another thing altogether. It's actually called Project T, which is about why testosterone in Europe. Um, and it's known as uh, it's letter generation T, the Lord generation yeah. of testosterone. There's a whole study. This is a, this is a chronic issue that we have. Absolutely. Is this issue, worldwide? Mate. This is with Europe and West in the West. Look in Pakistan, you know, fucking man, act like a man, put yourself together. Yeah. You can't say this here, can you? No. All right. So, so let's get some of these questions in the way. See if we've had any serious ones, because normally they're fucking <laughs> not so serious. Somebody's literally put PCT question mark. Because there is this. There's a lot of people that, that yeah. Want do them. they need to? Is that, so? Is that a standard thing, or is that something that needs to be assessed on a case by case basis? Look, if you're taking generally testosterone, testosterone only, as a very general rule here, before everybody starts going mad, you won't need a PCT, mm-hmm. or you might need a smaller PCT. If you put in Tren, you put in Deca, uh, you put in some more of the harsher drugs to keep it simple, then yes, you may need a PCT. But the PCT, bear this in mind: three weeks after your cycle ends. Mm-hmm or four, you should do a blood test and then the PCT can be designed. There's no point starting PCT after this view of taking your last shot. That testosterone is in your system for 28 days or whatever. Yeah, there is no long. point starting PCT on your last shot. But it's pointless. shouldn't everybody be running HCG alongside their course? If you're just taking testosterone. Right. Right. Now, if you're taking some of the more harsher, you know, big cycles, eight, you know, 800 trend, 1200 propanate, primo, mast, equipoise in there, then that, that HCGs aren't going to really, really do much because you're already shutting yourself down anyway. It's, so is it because the others are just shutting you down so hard? Yeah, it's, that, it's just, it's just so too those hard. No, no, the HCG basically is going to try and keep your natural testosterone production going. Yeah, keep, keep it going and keep your balls. But if you're shutting it down to a point where it won't even, well, no, no, there's no point. point. Yeah, point so then there's this old school mentality that people would then mega dose, isn't it? They'd mega dose HCG after the cycle yeah they should be like this view where 5,000 every other day okay, 15 no. days is that correct or should they start it prior no. to the cycle ending because this is the other the, the thing is again the, the to talk about what's correct is probably better than to talk about what's not correct wait yes. for four, four weeks until your cycle's over mm. get a blood test done see where you are and then we can design you design the PCT based upon that. Some people will have to have a longer PCT. Sometimes you have to do PCT twice. You go on, on you do the PCT yeah. and work. You have to redo it again because you're, you're everyone is an individual. What works for me may not work for you. Now, on ethnicity, the, I, I need to make a point here. Is that South Asians, Africans, we're more estrogen prone. Mm-hmm. So a anti estrogen, and the reason we're more prone is because we're fucking so hairy. Yeah, not me. 
Yeah, well, yeah. Look, but you're half. That's the problem. Yeah, there we go. I'm a fucking yeah. anomaly. Can you say half anymore. Can't say that. Anymore. I don't know what, what the fuck you're saying. You, can say. can't, you can't. cannot say that, young man. I'm mocker. You're mixed race. I'm mocker. I'm a mongrel. I'm, I'm Hovis, best yeah. of both. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. Now, um, because we're more estrogenic, so if we're taking a cycle, the likelihood is that our estrogen will come up higher, so we need an anti-estrogen during the cycle. White guys don't. Really? White guys are actually fucking quite lucky, to be honest. Not only do you fucking dominate everything, right? And you can ride motorbikes better than we can. <laughs> right there. And you can get drunk and fucking still drive a car. But uh, the genetic structure is such that you're less estrogen prone than Asian guys are. Crazy. So, yeah. Okay. And and this is just genetics. Well, and again... My estrogen was on the, the high end. And then, I, and I, well, and I was like, okay, so that... Because that's part of why I wanted to do it. It's like, now, if I this do... this data, we only discovered, because of these 27,000 results we have, yeah. we've looked at it through ethnicity. Well, that's interesting. Why are the Asians all slightly... And then we've, when we've researched that, that's what we've come to. See, that's really interesting. And yeah. You wouldn't have had that without that pool of data. No, 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 it's no, impossible, no. no. You, wouldn't, you wouldn't have it. That's kind of why I wanted to do it, because I was like, I need to know if there's anything that's on either end of the range, am I going to have to be careful of something when no, I, when I, I do try? Rare, but there's a lot of fake HEG around at the moment. Right. Two of the big companies have stopped making HEG. Right. So what you should call pregnant isn't really available anymore. So there's a lot of fake HEG. So sometimes when people are doing the PCT, it hasn't worked because it's fake. How, what would be a way of telling it's fake? Well, that's is the it, problem, man. The fakes are so good now. You can't tell. No, that's the brilliant. The I fakes, saw so. something as well the other day about HTG. It like um, it deteriorates very quickly. So like people think they're taking it for a long period of time, and then after like a few days, yeah. it's literally it's the well, potency look, drops off drastically. Dashboard in the summer. It's yeah, everything, everything needs to be refrigerated and kept a certain well, level. A lot like, of people you, don't know is that. Is that the one that's it's a powder and then you have to put it into, like, I don't know, is it a liquid yeah. or water? Yeah. Or and anything that, that comes and needs to be changed from powder to liquid usually needs to go in a fridge, doesn't it? Yeah, it's unstable. I mean, look, it's yeah. best to keep it in a cool place, dark place. So if these people are even storing real shit in the wrong places, it's dud by the time it gets to mm. you. Well, look, if everybody goes onto YouTube, if you type in um, uh, production of steroids, India, cattle market, and you will see a guy getting a head and shoulders bottle and putting it into vials and sealing it. No. And then it goes into a donkey cart to someone who's packaging it. And it looks fucking fantastic. That's scary. You mm. see, so it is actually the concept of it. Again, as you said. See, I never thought, I never thought, what well, I always thought you used to think, like, what would be the point in faking something that's because you always make more not, money. Not, not you, you always make too. more money out of fakes than you do real stuff. Yeah. No, Jesus, people. Anyway, right. What TRT dose would you recommend? Uh, age. A TRT dose, to talk very generally, is one mil of testosterone inanthate or one mil of sustenon uh, every three weeks or every four weeks. Now, this is what the... So what would that be in milligrams? 250, 250 milligrams. However, if you're a naturally bigger guy, to give an example, if you were a pro rugby player, naturally whole life, but now you've demised a bit, you will want a bit more to keep your muscle. So up to one mil every 14 days... Uh, is allowed within the guidelines. However, with ourselves, we're willing to go like one mil every 10 or 12 days. So one mil is 250 milligrams. 200 milligrams, yeah. Now, uh, we've talked about mi microdosing is highly effective, mimics your own body system. However, mm -hmm. it can be a nose for a lot of people. They don't want to do that jab there. Yeah. So half a mil a week can be very effective. The difference then comes here now on your gear. If you're using yes. pharmaceutical sources, um, now, in Britain, if you look at a lot of the TikTok videos, they're talking about sipinate, sipinate, sipinate. The reason why is because you don't get sustenance in America. 
So people watch these, so they think now cyprinate is the best thing ever. Mm -hmm. Now cyprinate is one molecule difference to enanthate. It can stop a bit of oily skin and it can stop a bit of acne. In some people, enanthate is still, um, it works better. But enanthate is, is quite expensive, so they have to use gym or underground gear. And underground gear, you never know exactly what yeah. it is. Yeah. Brands, I don't want to advocate any brand, but I would say in some testing which I've done, Ignis is a very good brand. Ignis. Ignis and Crown from the testing which I've done. Mm -hmm. right. Okay. There you go. And now, you know, I'm not sponsored by either of them. No, but it's, it's but a link in the bio. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. yeah. But, but at least people now, you know, if they see that name. But when you when them. you look at gear, always look at the label, the date and the packaging should match the same. The plastic top at the top, it should have a good tight seal. Yeah. Some of them are, you pull it out and the actual rubber thing pops out. Mm. That's just shit, throw it away. Yeah. Right. Okay, you get what you pay for. Yeah. As well, yeah. if you're buying a bottle of gear for 15 quid, then you know it's going to be shit. Fake, Where yeah. would, because this is something that I'm really paranoid about, is like if I do, oh, there's a brand, it's a German brand called Bayer. Bayer is very good. Um, yeah. And However, it's in Bayer's like also, Bayer's also heavily faked in China, Pakistan, and India. Yeah, I saw heavily that. And faked. like the, the, the one that was saying Bayer only, basically, there's one vial per box, They and the rest of it is just well, like packaging and stuff. If, if, you know, you allow me on, I'll bring my case. With real gear and fake gear. Yeah. Oh, now that will be interesting. And you will, some of it is so hard to tell. Yeah. And then I'll, I'll show you real, 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 real testosterone bayer and then the fake bayer. You can't tell other than when you break the vial and you pour so it out. You couldn't even tell from the carrier oil that they use or anything. That's crazy. Because uh, I remember with Sussland, real is quite easy to tell. It, it has a very nutty smell to it. Okay. And so Sussan is quite easy to tell, and it's very thick, very viscous. Yeah. If it's watery, it's not real. <laughs> I remember a horror story of one of the guys who, uh, he was a doorman at, when I was at uni at Newcastle, and I always remember he had a, a chest like a shelf. I think I've spoken about it before. Yeah. It was called Lee. It was a love, it was, he was the, the two guys, the two doormen I knew, and they were both openly would talk to me, because at that time I was super interested in, in gear and everything about it. Um, and he would open, openly talk about it, and he was on the same thing as his mate, and his mate was just a raging asshole. Yeah. And Lee was the nicest bloke who would just help anybody at any point. And he looked phenomenal. Mm. But um, he said he had once a horror story that he once got sold cricket bat oil. Yeah, cricket, literally it was just cricket bat oil in a vial. And he jets into his leg and obviously he had to go to the hospital. Fucking hell. That well, I've cut an abscess out. I've cut an abscess out of someone uh, in the clinic where you came. I've cut it out. I'm not supposed to be cutting it out, but the NHS were ignoring him. And... What people think sometimes it's scar tissue from from jabbing. It's a fucking abscess. Yeah, it's an infection. Yeah, and we've cut it, and literally, this stuff has come out, and then at the end, oils come. Mm. It's been sat in there. Yeah, it's been sat in there. It's actually separated inside the body, and it's sat in there. And then, then we're literally squeezing oil out. Jesus. Yeah. See that that shit scares See, me. Of yeah, course, of course that's, it's that's worrying. Of course it's worrying. So what I was going to say initially was basically because the knockoffs are everywhere. I'm like, even if I found something from seemingly a reputable source, like where could I go to then get that independently lab tested? It's too expensive. A vial might cost yeah. you forty five quid, and it's three hundred quid to I test a vial. Say, yeah. yeah, it's not really feasible, is it? Yeah, that's what that's where I think. It's it's like, it's like, like, like GH can cost. One of the ways we can tell GH is that if, you, if you're if you taking GH, we can do an IGF test on your blood and see that should be higher than normal. Mm, but yeah. often, and I've seen pro bodybuilders come in, call the dealer up, say you sold me some shit stuff. 
What do you do? Yeah. yeah. I know back in the days of when there were forums and things like that, people used to post bloodworks on um, stuff they bought, like whether it was over the counter or not over the counter, and showing like this is elevated, so that stuff is there's, we know there's something real in that. Yeah. In this stuff, but it's also how they proved that things like there was one called Jungle Warfare, yeah, which yeah. was released when it first was. You got least everyone started taking it. It was like an over the counter testosterone booster. Everyone started getting fucking raging results, and it was amazing. Turned out it was made in China, and they dosed it with a pro hormone. Yeah. And then they obviously got caught out, claimed that it was in a, uh, an environment where pro-hormones were made and it was just put into a contaminated vat. Yeah. Next lot came out, nobody got any results from it again. Well, if you're taking, for example, let's say you were taking test, master on, primo, maybe a bit of equipoise, maybe a bit of trend, T3 clean. Are the people that take this amount of stuff? Yeah, yeah all, all, all the time, oh, that's right. normal. Now, how do you know what's worked? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. How do you know what's working? How do you know what to put in that? Yeah, Surely it's just how, over, how would you overkill. Know? Now, if you haven't worked, if you haven't grown as you thought you were, your culture are less up to dose. Yeah. Or adding this and adding that and eventually you end so, up with So this. how would you really know what's working? Now, again, you know, the pro guys and the top guys, they know where to go to. You know, we all know where to get good gear from. Everybody does. Let's not be naive about it. I don't. I wouldn't know where to, I wouldn't, I know. Because I, I'm not, we're not in an area well, I'm not in there. Shoes. We well, you're in the middle area. of nowhere. Yeah. There's nobody well, there's here. not even to here. There's no big body. I think the local badger here. sells some. <laughs> I mean, you could, you could go to the farm and get some cattle stuff from them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 You probably get some good equipoise and train. But look, yeah. I mean, generally speaking, you go to the gym and there will be a relatively trusty drug dealer, which is an oxymoron itself. Yes, yeah. But you know, you could probably get good, good gear, goodish gear. However, the batches vary. Now, again, you know. I'm saying again, I'm not anti-gear. People have the right to do what they want. Just accept that 99.999% of us are never going to be the British champion, European champion, or the world yeah. champion. Enjoy the sport. Take small amounts if you have to. Look good. Enjoy yourselves. Keep your jobs. Keep your families. And, and keep, keep well and healthy. Spot on advice. You know, it's, make the, sure I, it's the icing on the cake. First thing is diet and training. Yeah. And make sure they're in. Not, I'm not talking about you've been doing it for 12 weeks. No, yeah. a year. Get it for a year, fucking work. And if you do it properly, you won't feel the need for the gear no. because you'll you know see what? results, especially two, in those first, in two, the first two, two years. years. Christ, you should you, fly. Even if you train full body three times a week you, and you eat eat rice, chicken, beef, potatoes, veg, fruit, rice pudding, you're going to fucking grow. Yeah, because yeah. it's just all new stimulus. Yeah. You're going to grow regardless. After two years, I mean, I remember... You then know, the battle starts. When I was 16, three or four to years me, in. you know who the strongest man in the world was? I seen a guy do a 100 kg shoulder press. And I was 16 in my school fucking PE kit because, you know, we were poor and tramps. And in the gym, and I seen this guy, and I couldn't sleep. I'm thinking, because I was doing like 8 kg dumbbells. And I yeah. thought, fucking hell, this has got to be the strongest man in the world. Two years later, I was doing 100 kg myself. Yeah. Yeah. And, and you and then, couldn't have fathomed it. Yeah, you, uh, because you're, you're young now... If there was access to gear and that mentality we had at the time, being very competitive, you know, we might have thought, you know what, let me take it. And six months yeah. later, I'm doing 100. Yeah. And that's the problem today. Yeah. Because that stuff is accessible. And there's 100,000 people out there who, who think they know what they're doing, not knocking anybody right, get on a cycle, nothing will happen to you. Mm. And as I said earlier on, the first thing I said in the study we've done of 10,000 people, 71% of people were, are getting gear from their coaches. Yes. Yeah, well, which when I started training when I was 16, I probably got maybe close to a year of training in um, before some of my mates uh, started training with me. I was training with a, a guy who was in the year above me. And yeah, with probably about a year later, some of my other friends started within 
two, three months, they I don't know what they were taking. I think I know D Ball was one of them. Yeah. Um, and they all overtook me literally in like yeah. literally probably a couple of months and I'd already like had a year of training. I was like, what the I've got fuck? one for you. So I was very, very lucky when I started out. I got taken to the gym by my biology teacher, who was Dr. Pearson, legend, love you. Um and he was just this big guy who was he was he was a tall guy. He was like you. He was a similar frame to you. He had just remember he had these pecs that were like twenty plates. <laughs> But then he had like quietly, he's a bit Johnny Bravo-esque. Yeah. And he only wouldn't get any bigger because his wife wouldn't let him. He was brilliant. <laughs> and he was such an intelligent God guy. Damn. But he was a lovely bloke, literally the same look as you. Great beard, hair, the whole thing. And I remember he took me training at like 14. He managed to get it. It into- was me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 But he, he basically managed to get the gym into our tumble cycle for PEs for like our afternoon thing. And he actually did that himself and took a big group of us and we stuck with him for like that year, going to the gym with him. It was brilliant. Then from there, my neighbor took me to a local proper bodybuilding gym, but it had old school boys there. And they just drilled me on form. I trained with them and it was form, 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 get your protein shake. And then this is what you go and get your diet. At no point was gear ever mentioned. If anything, it was David Mir, you know, he's a great guy. One of the place called The Farm. Numerous times British champion, log live champion, etc. You know, beast of a guy, lovely guy. Don't, this is one of the things he, he'll say is that the youngsters will come. They're not bothered about getting that basis foundation. Which is why when they of come learning up the day, technique, they, they drop off hard. Yeah, of learning technique, of, of grilling those hours in. Because in two, three months on, on test and debo, let's be honest, if you're a complete and utter weakling, a complete and utter pussy, completely fucked up, you take debo and test, it'll make you stronger than you ever were in your life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right, so it's got you elevated now. Why you want to go back to? But you haven't learned any technique. You've learned nothing about nutrition, about supplementation. You've learned nothing, but now you're going to then buy the liver stack to cure your liver, thinking it's going to work, or this and that. Now one or two cycles will make no difference. Five, ten, fifteen, twenty cycles will make a difference. Yep. And this is the race which we're trying to. You know, it's like a tide which we can't really beat. The reality is, I mean, the race has been lost. All we can do is, is help who we can The help. reality is it takes fucking time to develop, to develop a body that's going to last you a lifetime. Yeah. And people don't want to wait anymore. And this is an issue. But if you do wait, you'll see guys who, like, I got, I literally had my bicep reattached. Yeah. And we were both laughing about how I'm going to have a skinny arm and lose all this weight. And I came back like a fucking, and my body just rebounded. Yeah. And even I was shocked. Even I'm like, holy fuck. Like, we were looking at my arms like, why is that not shrunk? Mm-hmm. It was it was fucking insane. Now, I did run the peptide straight away from being held, but still, even with that, it should have... But atrophied. you have to have a muscle degenerative order to lose muscle that quick. What you lose in size is glycogen. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. You don't, yeah. that muscle... But my don't, diet don't, got don't, tighter. Don't, yeah. Better. I started implementing more collagen. I've obviously implemented, like you said, I had the selenium, the, 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 the selenium, the selenium. selenium, the zinc, the vitamin E, <laughs> the vitamin D, um, collagen, um, obviously the BPC-157. And it was... It, it was shocking at how amazing because I've had 20 years of lifting and training in sports. I played rugby, I played football, basketball, up to national levels of these things. The body was capable of dealing with it. So if I can take three months off training, go traveling and things like that, I will pop back into shape within three weeks of getting back Look, in the I, I know a world-level Olympic lifter. Uh, basically, he had enough. He tore a disc in his back, had enough, got a very good job, so he decided to pack it up. He didn't lift weights for two years. And he lost 10 kg. In two years? Yeah. Now, he doesn't, never took gear. I know gear. people have lost that in, in eight right. weeks. Now, he never took gear. With no weights, he lost 10 kg in two years by cutting his food by half, basically. Yeah, yeah. Because the muscle doesn't just vanish. No. This word, it catabolizes. Fuck knows what it is, man. 
it doesn't it doesn't disappear. Well, this is what I'm saying. If you build if you dig it in over time and you and you create this over time, it becomes who you are. It's a self-fulfilling prophecy, isn't it? Yeah, if, if you put the time in, it will last for time. Yeah. And I just want to try and get this across to as many people as possible. And we're not I'm not against the steroid use. I've seen boys who use it properly and do it with the diet and do it for you and they look phenomenal and they're healthy and it's and I'm a scientist by nature, so I can I, I've research I know that they can be healthy. Well, you know, you also can decipher between good research and bad research. Yes, there's that too like this you said is the, the key thing. Yeah. Now, you know, it took me 20 years of benching to get to a 225 bench. 20 years. Yeah, yeah. Now, I know guys who've done cycles and they've got to 220 in two years. Well, there's even... Now, in, that, in that time, I tore a pec, a tendon... So we, we've come forward in ways of programming has got so yeah. much better and more yeah. accessible. So it's just, which way do they go? Do they find this programming and stick with it and see that it's legit? Or do they first find this guy telling them about gear that will make it do this thing? Absolutely. I think that's the split. I think you're, you'll remember, you're, you're too young, I think. But when we first started training, you know, we would do benching 60 sets every day. <laughs> so we didn't know, like 16 years old, benching, <laughs> benching, and four or five, eight, ten different exercises on bench and then, then flies, and then go drink a pint of milk, and we'd all seen Rocky and Raw Eggs. Raw and, Eggs, yeah. And we thought we were fucking dons. And now, what you've got, at least now, you can go onto YouTube, you can see your 12-set chest workout. This is it. And you don't have to do those... See, now, in, in my day, I sound like fucking ancient now. <laughs> You're not that... But, yeah. but You're not dead yet. To, to see how strong you were, it should be, let's have an arm wrestle, or, <laughs> or pull-ups, or yeah. do push-ups. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so you were doing them in school all day long, but now you know how to do a chest workout. Yeah. And YouTube is fantastic. If you just look at it from, for example, the American Institute of Sports or MIT Sports or Harvard Sports, forget all the bodybuilders, forget all the... Look at the All Blacks training routine. Now, I've had the pleasure of working with the All Blacks in New Zealand. You would be... You know, they, they would run five kilometres every third day. Okay, this is the All Black side. Yeah. Okay. Some Which, weights, if you do All Blacks in the head, yeah, fuck a, lo a lot of sprints... Me. A lot of food, and you know we had a, had a great time there. Now, you can now follow the All Blacks training routine by the All Blacks coach. Yeah, yeah. You don't need Mister Mister, you know Godzilla or Quadzilla or Peckzilla or Bicepzilla, who's jacked up now. You can see it from an academic and an international level coach. Yeah. It's, I mean, the YouTube is fantastic for that. Just the internet in general. Yeah, and you, there's that, so much you can learn now. So I think we have dissed it a little bit now. But the, yeah. the thing is, is we've got this culture of, yes, don't go in the wrong way, but there is the ability for you so easily to go the right way and yeah, get results easy. way faster than in the heyday where people were just kind of throwing shit to the wall. Because you didn't know, nobody knew. No, now there, it is there and you can do it. You've just got to put the fucking time in you and then the make an educated decision later down the line. Also be sincere you know? to yourself, let's be honest. Yes. Be truthful yeah. to yourself. Yeah, Did I you know, know guys that were genetically really off yeah and they would be comparing themselves to like jay cutler and he's like looking at that yeah it's like you wouldn't you could you could take the alien testosterone you're yeah. never gonna get there and yeah. they would only ever look average on these heaping amounts of gear well i think yeah. i've been so surprised by people that i found out were taking something and they just yes. look like normal people yeah. like that's, that's, that's the most common thing yeah it's this is what i find frightening people come to me when they tell me their cycles but you look shit, mate. Yeah. yeah. And I'll tell them directly, but no, I've been ill recently. They've always but, got an excuse. Then you've been 40 kg ill. Yeah. You're on a massive cycle. You look ridiculous. You know what they are as well? Summertime trainers. Yeah. Summertime. And this is what I'm saying. They don't put in the time and effort. They do blips. They're blip training. Mm -hmm. But we've had kids come to our gym, as as this man in the corner will tell you. We said, come train with us. And after 20 minutes, they've had enough. Yeah. 
you know, because you don't want to put the hard effort in. I know, I know guys that would literally get to the point of pain in a set and quit. And yeah. like, what are you fucking doing? Get yeah, back that, on there. Yeah, that's what you <laughs> And they would literally, nah, nah. And they'd walk off and go do something else because they didn't like the way I was hitting something. Yeah. It's just bizarre. Right, we're running, we are running into the final yeah, 12 minutes. So we'll just, um, and we know the answer to this already, but someone has, but is it better to doing TRT in like a 12 week block? And no, then, and then they all just doing it year round. No, dude. If you if you if you if you have low testosterone, and you're above a certain age, look. If you're 22 and you're telling me you need TRT, we need it checked. If you're 40 years old plus, it's better to keep TRT in a low dose all year round to mimic the natural rhythm yeah, and, of the and to keep it to keep yeah. it monitored. Um, and then we'll go with this one. Can high cortisol levels cause a lack of sleep and low and yes and and lower belly fat, as in the fat that the usual <coughs> troublesome area yeah. of, of lower belly fat? Yeah, what you've got to look at is why you've got high uh, cortisol levels. Um, I've had a client today, uh, high cortisol levels, low testosterone. So now we're going to do the six-hour test on him to to see was that a one-off result or why it is but it can do yeah what can people be actively doing to help because cortisol is, is not the demon that everyone thinks no. it is you we need, need you, cortisol. you need a sustainable amount of cortisol to deal with the normal physiological stress which you have to have in life yes there has to be a certain amount of physiological stress to keep us functioning yeah this is stressful driving a car in traffic is stressful we have to have a certain amount when it gets too much for us that's when it becomes a problem and then it can affect other factors. But what they should be, look, what you should, it's not very common for people to have extremely high cortisol. So they have to be looking at over over a duration test to see why they've got it and then break that down. It could lifestyle sit, changes. Lifestyle changes. It could be a slight thyroid dysfunction. Uh, it could be, um, example, uh, we find this with, for example, nurses. They're not really eating all day. Yeah, but they're drinking yeah. lots of cups of tea with sugar. With a biscuit. Yeah. yeah. So what you had, and I've just used nurses as an example. It could be No, tea, but that could, is a chronic could, one because I know got tons of nurses. Well, yeah, 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 you know, I work with so many and she's had 16 cups of tea during the day yeah. with two spoons of sugar, biscuit each time. That's like three, 4,000 calories. But, Doc, I swear, I've been eating anything. Yeah, yeah. I don't understand why I'm not losing weight. Yeah. Then you go home, have a takeaway because you poor girls are knackered. You go home, have a takeaway, have a little drink, have a bit of a cake. You've hit 6,000 calories during the day. <laughs> yeah. But Easily. you haven't eaten anything. Yeah, yeah. So, you're not been satiated. So that will affect yeah. it. Now, one of, the, one of the things, so with that cortisol, I mean, anybody, if they're listening, they can email me directly if it's a personal question. I can go, I can oh, get back to them. What's your email for them? Uh, info at transformnow.co.uk. So I'll put that in the description So, as well. so th this type of question, I can give them a much more detailed response. Yeah. And if they've got any bloods, they can email them to us. And, and, we'll, and so if anybody's them. interested in actually getting their bloods done and all going through this TRT process with you, is that the same email? Yeah, you can, you can go to our website, uh, transformnow.co.uk. And also but on Instagram. What we will do for anybody who's who's um, if, you know listening, if they have questions or they might find something to be embarrassing or whatever, bow means email us and, uh, and I will get back to every single person. So overall, what would be the one, if you were to just sum it up a, a quick message regarding this, what would it be? I said, look, enjoy the sport, be safe. Steroids are the fucking icing on the cake. Yeah. That's what they are. It's, I always use this cake analogy. This is what, what's happening currently. You've got a cake, think of it as your human body. You put too much flour in, so you've took too much test. You're going to, you're going to put more flour in, as in and an anti-estrogen, to cut that down. You know, it's too sweet, so you put more flour in. Let's take something else. Yeah. So you're taking various compounds. Make the fucking cake first, then put the icing on the cake, and that's your cycle. So you basically, get a good foundation. Yeah, get everything. That, nothing's going to happen without that foundation. You know, it's very hard in this society of Instagram and a highly sexualized society to to not be concerned. 
but stay away from that dysmorphia enjoy the game and be be better for it don't Amazing. end up coming to us because you're infertile and your mates banging your girlfriend because you can't get you know you had that trend range yes, you can't no. do it anymore because we can't do anything about that brilliant Damn. absolutely amazing we are going to finish with we have been sent a um a, a valentine's card yeah I, I assume it's a valentine's day and it's, uh, it does say yeah it says on it dear posty please don't bend me over unless you're going to buy me dinner <laughs> <laughs> and it's uh, so we're going to open this and see who it's from very quickly We've got to get you back on because there's way 100%. more to talk about. Oh, something fell out. Was it a fiver? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a fiver. Nana sent a fiver. Not all superheroes wear capes. And it's a picture of a nurse and a doc on the front. And it says, to Lex and Mr. Lewis, thanks for a full year of fun, chat, nonsense, silly questions, crazy stories, and all-around good entertainment and fun. You both help more than you'll ever know and look forward to crewcast meetups, BCB sessions, and riding motorbikes and chilling out. All the best for another year. Cheers, Craig. Yeah. I'm going to go riding with these guys at Definitely gonna go right riding. Cause you don't ride, you know motorbikes is a white guy thing. Nah, dude. Mate, have you nah. ever seen any Asian guy on the tracks in your life? Because our moms won't let I us. I told you I hang out with the boys. Mate, we got them. Have you ever seen the other motorbike tracks? Because <laughs> our moms don't let us. Have you ever seen an Asian guy climb mountains? Moms don't let us. <laughs> Brilliant. Right? Thank you so much, sir. It's been an absolute right, pleasure. Been Thank pleasure. you. Thank you so much. If I offended anybody, well, that's how tough it shit. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, unlucky tough shit. Because nothing was said that wasn't <laughs> right. You know. But um, you know, thank you very much. Love to everyone. And chase for cigar. Right. Toodle pip, we're gonna go. Bye. Leave the bad behind, bring the forward, the good. <laughs> and have a great week. Toodle pip. Toodle. Bye bye. Bye. <laughs>